0: What's up, movie lovers? Welcome to episode number 25 of Ready Play Movies, your weekly source for everything that's new and exciting in the world of entertainment. Every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific or 9 a.m. Eastern Time, we discuss the top news of the week, notable releases while we're watching, big topics of the industry, and the movies we love. If you want to write anything anything to be read on the show, send us an email to readyplaymovies at gmail.com or hit us up at readyplaymovies on Twitter. No matter where you found us, please subscribe to the feed so you can get every new show directly to your device as soon as it posts. And if you like it, please leave us a nice review. This is June 29th, 2021. I'm your host, Louis Menchaca, and joining me today is my co-host, Mr. Troy Troy Bracey.
1: Yes, yes, I'm here. It feels good to be back. I missed last week. And uh, I'm ready to talk movies, yes sir.
0: You know, Troy, we're
1: on video this week, you know that? Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's like, it's we got crazy. this cool
0: crazy thing, by the way. Look yeah. at this. We're i are in mean, the same room. Yeah, together.
1: it's like, I'm used to like, uh, I'm used to doing the videos, but like on my YouTube channel. So this is kind of new to be doing a podcast, you know, with the camera showing. So we're going to see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've done music when they're talking together back in the day. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. but that one was like edited and stuff like that in a way where like if we fuck up I yeah we're going off the dome like and then this one this is this this is a video i do a one take no no edits
1: no edits so ain't no messing up
0: you know what i mean so i basically make it so that way i don't have to i do the least amount of work i just publish what we record and speaking of which um i actually wanted to give a a quick housekeeping about the publishing situation here so last week when i had dan on uh and by the way shout out to dan for filling in oh yeah
1: shout out to him man for real Um, he came through
0: so last week when we did the first episode or like the first like you know this format video um i had dan on and i said during the show that we're going to be doing uh, 8 a.m uh for the podcast feed which i hit 8 a.m for the podcast listeners audio listeners got their show on time and i said oh we're on video too and i was presuming that we were going to have the video published at 8 a.m on youtube as well as audio mm. but get this youtube is on some ho shit what they talking about? All right, so you know how I use like these sound bits and stuff like that. Like, yeah. um, I have like audio from like. Are they know? flagging you for that? Yeah, yeah. they're oh, flagging me God. for different for different things. Like, so you know, I have uh, at the end of the show, I have the 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 Sinatra song, my yeah, way. Yeah, well, not my way. The, this is the end. You know is I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that Sinatra song full-on copyright claim
1: like jesus I, for I, a little
0: I, clip I, and then it, cr- it made it so that i couldn't publish it so when i hit upload i upload overnight because i go to sleep yeah i hit upload and then when i wasn't publishing it was because that little audio 10 second audio byte say copyright claim you can't publish it it's blocked man that's and, so crazy and man. then and i'm like what the hell so i had to go in there and republish it later that day i had to republish it and mute the audio to, and so when I play the, like the the end outro song thing, yeah. it's just it's just dead air. Just dead. Oh my god! And then uh, and then on top of that, and check this out for all the trailers, I put the trailers up on screen, right? Yeah. For every trailer, I got ad claims like they were like demonetizing and like, Jesus. so they're taking. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Like you know, I do YouTube and like. Anytime I put a video on there, like, all my little... And my videos are, what, five minutes, six minutes, the longest, maybe, like, ten or eleven minutes. I don't get no cl- copyright, nothing, like... And then, you know, we put a podcast up that's, what, hour two hours half, long, six, an yeah. hour and a half for ten seconds, they tripping, like... It's <laughs> like, they don't want to see a podcast come up in the game, man, like, that's why Joe Rogan probably dipped off, man, like, and left YouTube, because they tripping. All I can think of is maybe shortening the, like... The clips or like maybe if the, the audio was only like five seconds or four seconds maybe it'll work but you know, the
0: worst part is like there were the for the trailers they were copyrighting claiming me for trailers and it was silent footage it was literally like the window was like high, like three quarters of a length, and like because we're on we're on screen, and we're talking about the trailer in like in front of it. Like,
1: yeah, see, that must be a mistake. Sometimes I heard like YouTube, like when uh, newer YouTube YouTubers start uploading their extra like. Uh, they're extra cautious and they be like de- tripping and trying to claim every little thing but like you literally have reaction channels that yeah. react to the like, whole trailer with, with the sound yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like with the sound yeah yeah. so there's no way man that's that's just crazy like I, I don't know what's going on right there but we gotta figure out what's going on for well real. I
0: mean eh, whatever you can have all the ad revenue for those 10 views that the YouTube yeah like got, right like right, right I mean? now it ain't nothing we gotta should even worry about like it ain't like you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a lot yeah so yeah whatever so just for all you video watchers that like watching it on video instead of listening it listening to it um i will be publishing the youtube video on tuesdays but not at 8 a.m it'll be later on in the day maybe like one in the afternoon when i get around to fixing whatever copyright claims and stuff like that are happening so that way it can be published because i don't. gotta doubt- be
1: some way we could dispute it or something
0: like man yeah it's fair use it's fair use for sure yeah uh but yeah so just throwing that out there uh tuesdays the video and audio go up together just not at the same time but audio people get at 8 a.m like normal in the meantime we'll go ahead and talk about impressions here and we have a lot of impressions troy before you see the list of the things i watched yeah did you watch anything that i didn't uh no oh, well damn it's gonna be on me then all yeah, right it's all
1: on you it's all on except me except okay. for like loki episode three
0: all right all right all right well first off we'll go ahead and hit up the biggest one the biggest story f9 s- f9 man nine fuck nine, <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> yo troy let me tell you how ba- this movie is batshit crazy man oh my god i i actually hate it and love it at the same time <laughs> all right this movie Is all kinds of bad like cinema sins out the ass like this bad story writing bad like uh, like daytime TV soap opera storylines going on retcons on retcons on retcons and like just so many plot holes that I even like got taken out of the movie by a couple of times but you know what though I'm I am so for it man I loved it man I was eating it up and like I, I like they were like the Troy like you know that that movie critic side of me that Troy side that's like you know man this was just is dumb. That, you threw that this out movie the window. dumb, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. I I shut that I, I I locked him up in a cage and like threw away the key cuz oh, I man. was all about like let me no. eat this popcorn, let me let me drink the soda, <laughs> let me eat this candy and like yeah, come on, you know like Yeah. Oh my god, there were so many crazy things. There was a cameo. And can I tell you the cameo or you want to Yeah, you? yeah,
1: go ahead. I, uh, I ain't, I'm like I don't care.
0: There was a cameo and this is a minor spoiler for people that have not watched it but just Based off of the box office, a lot of people have already watched it, so I'm gonna say it's fair game, and it's not a story point. But there was a uh, there was a, uh, a a cameo that literally makes no fucking sense, and like how they how they pr- they brought this character on, this character had a backstory that was never mentioned before, and then the movies like, oh yeah, man, I used to roll with you like back in the day. Like this bitch, you've not been in any of these movies. That, like who the cameo? Bow Wow. <laughs> no, can't Bow Wow was in it. Bow Wow from Tokyo Drift was in it. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, three characters from Tokyo Drift were in it. But uh I'm talking about Cardi B. Cardi B? Yeah, like oh, Cardi God, B. <laughs> no. Why? She um, used to be like, Yeah, if it wasn't for you, Dominic, I would have still been like stealing, you know, like DVD players or something. like You know, what I mean, whatever the fuck, you know, she was. T- I forgot. Like, we ain't seen her in eight movies. Yeah. Like, She's like, yeah, man, back in the day, you got me off the streets. Look at this. Look at what I'm doing. I'm doing big moves and stuff like that.
1: Just all doing, ghetto. That's a bad party, B. I'm sorry. And she all ghetto. It's like, yeah. how, like, how would he know her?
0: Like, that, that, that doesn't even make sense. He called it a favor to her. Oh, and then the worst God. part is, like, whoa, she came in is she came in to do a favor and it makes no fucking sense like how how the hell did he know to call her in this situation he had no control over you know what I mean like it just it was so dumb but I and like dude man I gotta tell you right now the trailer gave it away but they went into space Yeah, they straight up went into space and like they were in orbit, they saw space and everything like that. It was crazy, man. man.
1: Like, yeah, I that's crazy, that is absurd. Like, I haven't watched a Fast and Furious movie since Fast Seven, so. Like, and it's just because of this, they're just gonna keep getting more and more ridiculous. Like, the next one, they're gonna have a lightsaber. I'm calling it now. <laughs> they're
0: gonna pull out lightsabers and start fighting. They started talking about Star Wars in the movie, by the way. For real? Yeah, they were like, this guy with this villain was like, I want you to go after these guys, spend all the money to get the best people, get like, give me some X Wing, some Millennium Falcon, Chewbacca if you can afford them. Like, you know, like, that <laughs> <laughs> shit. He was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> He's like, they're owned by Disney, and this is a universal movie, and- know what i mean like it's crazy man. oh my god this movie was so awesome and like it was so like just the worst as far as like the movie has like borderline cartoon like physics and like they, they even had person. a line they had a line about it's like this should work as long as we both obey the laws of physics and i'm like <laughs> bitch you are way past that right now <laughs> The audacity, the Y'all gall! Stop doing that, Fast Five. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, the gall of you to say that—it oh was, my. it was bad. Like, oh my god, I kind of want to trash this movie, like in the sense that, yeah, this is bad. And like to mention, like I've seen many reviews, many reviews of like saying it's bad, but. You know, it's a solid seven, man. God it's damn! I, you I, got it a seven? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was all fanfare, man. Oh my god! I, you know, I enjoyed it, and there was so many like good, like little um, how do you call it? Fan uh, fan pleasing moments and stuff like that. Like there's a there's a mid credit scene that was like you know that hashtag. It's like
1: I mean, one of the reasons why I stopped supporting the Fast and Furious movies because I really think these movies now have became bad for Hollywood because you know. Movies like this, like Fast 9 is going to make a lot of money in the box office, right? Yeah. And it makes the producers feel like, okay, we don't have to put no real effort into making a really good movie. (laughs) All we got to do is have certain explosions and have a hit. And who cares of the quality? You know, who cares about the continuity? Who cares about the characters? Who cares about, you know, the writing? Let's just have a bunch of fun. And then, you know, and as long as we make money and then, you know, we're going to see a bunch of people trying to mimic like Fast 9 instead of mimicking something like an Inception where that movie also made a lot of money but it was had depth and it had character and great originality. story originality yeah so one of the reasons why I stopped watching Fast and Furious because I, I can't support that part of Hollywood you know and put money in the pockets of those producers that, because listen like fast and furious didn't always used to be like that like fast 5 was probably my favorite one out of the whole franchise like during the fast 5 era i was a huge fan of it because you could tell it was still yes they broke the rule broke you know the laws of physics and did some shit that was a little ridiculous but you could tell they put a lot of effort into making the movie a good solid movie you know but then right around like 7 or 8 it just started to be like it don't matter yeah know? with
0: each movie they 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 push the boundaries of like ridiculousness and stuff like that and they even like uh there's even like a running plot line for tyrese's character uh to talk about how they are like he was like you know dude i mean i think we're invincible like yeah he literally yeah. said like how like like you know from Fury 7 we're like the skyscraper thing and like series <laughs> eight they're like Fast 8 or Fate of the Furious, they're like, you know, battling a submarine yeah. and, and Fast and Furious 6, they're fighting a tank and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, it
1: was one, uh, Furious 7, was they're... one trailer I watched, I think it was like the Hobbs and Shaw movie, and it was like,
0: The Rock had like, oh, yeah. pulled the helicopter or some shit and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> In reality, his arms would have been ripped off yeah, of his body. Like, like, like I was like, oh my god, so he Captain America? Like, yeah, he's like, Captain America. Oh my goodness. And then Be- and Idris elbow even, he was a cyborg. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Idris, Idris elbow, the villain in Hobbs and Shaw, he's a cyborg. And he calls himself Black Superman in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, like you forgot kinda,
1: about that. Didn't it kind of got a bit too ridiculous for me. Like they start going, and then you watch the first one. It was just about racing stealing like.
0: DVD players <laughs> off of an eighteen wheeler truck. <laughs> That's a full-play superhero movie. Like, oh no, man. No, but here's the thing. I think you're right. I mean, I think Furious 7, I think the move the franchise peaked at Furious 7. Yeah. Um, as far as like, you know, it was a perfect series finale. Like, you could have never made another fast anything ever right. again. You would have gone on a high note, and everyone was like, that's a beautiful send-off, you yeah. know, RIP to Paul Walker. Yeah, everything. It was
1: perfect. And the thing about it is, I wouldn't have mind them like just say you end that franchise and do spin-offs, like how they did Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, of course, I would have hoped they did it better, but maybe like end that. But I see y'all still want to make money off this franchise. Okay, let's do a spinoff, you know? With let's like do Tyrese like Tyrese and Ludacris. Uh, yeah, Tyrese and Ludacris, or <laughs> yeah. do a Han uh, prequel, you yeah. know, or something like that. Like do you know little stuff, and I think that'll still make money because it's in the Fast and Furious universe, but leave the main storyline like come to an end, you know. But you know, I, I just feel like it's greed. Like it, I don't care. Like I feel like if the whole cast had happened to. Pass away, God forbid, they'll still do a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> like, if Vin Diesel gone, Tyrese, Ludacris, they all pass away for some reason. Fast, they, 10, they, is fast 10 is yeah. still happening. It's like, it's greed. They don't have any integrity, but. Yeah. Oh, it is what it is.
0: Also, they also uh, retconned uh, in the movie. They retconned Gal Gadot's character in this movie again. Oh my god, you know?
1: man! Like yeah. they, they don't like.
0: And then that's another thing I
1: hate when movies do that because there's no weight to when someone dies. It's like, oh, this person died, but they're bringing back two movies from now some kind of way. Like there's no, you know, like if Han died, bring him back. You know, if Lenny died, bring her back. You know, <laughs> well, Lenny like, did die. She yeah, and they brought her back. Bought, bought her back. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And so it's like there's no weight to it like when you when you know when someone dies you can't be like oh man dang that hurt that, that character was my favorite character he's gone now blah 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 it's cause you just know like if they wanna bring him back they just red of. who cares so
0: yeah <laughs> he man. wasn't actually in the car when it exploded it was yeah, all just for yeah, sure yeah yeah, yeah. On, it was crazy and I I just like I said like it's this movie is so bad but it's so good like yeah. I think I'm just conditioned to like just say fuck it you know what I mean like, yeah
1: it is what it is it yeah, is what it you is you kinda
0: got used to it so I, like, I'm gonna put it to you this way um Fast 8 was definitely worse than Furious 7 uh, so if you were there and you were you were all about it for Fast 8 for Fate of the Furious if you were like okay you know what this movie might have jumped the sh- this series might have jumped a shark but you know what I'm still ride or die yeah. then you'll like this movie
1: Right, right right like eight kind of yeah it's still you know in the world yeah. like that nine feel yeah you know? okay. exactly
0: ridiculousness and all so I yeah. mean,
1: but speaking on something that i actually did like is uh loki
0: yeah there we go I was About of transition right there yeah you man. beat me to it but yeah loki's up next on the chopping block or at least not the chopping block in this case we're going to talk about its praises because you know what actually i've seen some mixed reactions of saying that this third episode that happened feel like a filler and I'm like, no, it ain't.
1: I, I I understand. I understand that argument. I understand them sentiments because I kind of felt that way too. Even though I really enjoyed this episode, one of the the like the slight problems that this show has is like the show is very stagnant. Like yeah. it's just to be like it's like the story isn't moving along. Like you have a whole episode and you're like. Let me like, look
0: through these files. And yeah, like it's that, like yeah. just
1: talking, and you know, and and it, it, it and like really, the story doesn't continue to the end of the episode. And it's like <laughs> the end of the episode. How you like? Yes, yeah. something's happening, and then, then it's, it's like, over. And then you begin the next episode. Nothing happens through a whole episode. Then the end, boom, something happens. So it, it, it's like the the episodes are very just still. They're not like moving like they should be. But it's not taking away how great the the um show is written like it's the show is written so well and uh and the chemistry between all the actors are fantastic and the two loki's there i mean they're like perfect like it's like lady loki is just a, a, a female version of loki and it's like it's so good man and the dialogue is so good like i could sit there and even though like this episode felt like uh like well how some people saying like it felt like a filler like It's a filler episode that I could have sat and watched for another hour. Like, because just them, their dialogue back and forth, their bickering, it was just entertaining to me. It was just the definition of two solid actors playing off of each other, and the dialogue held up. Yeah. You know. So uh yeah, I, I thought the episode was fantastic. And one of the things I like about the girl Loki was I was nervous that they were gonna try to make her like the stereotypical villain, like, evil, oh yeah. I'm evil, high on that. But and you know, she kinda started off like that. But it's gr- it's crazy how you know, she feels like a, a woman version of Loki, like where she's bad and she's this villain, but somewhere you see that there's good in her. Like you always, Loki's always been like that with me. Even with like when he was back in Avengers, the first Avengers or the first Thor, like he was a villain, but it was yeah, yeah, but it was something about him, right? That you were like, okay, I can see him being a good guy, and they always played on that through all of the movies Loki showed up in. And, uh, like, I I feel that in her, too. Like, she's this bad person. She's killing. But somewhere inside her, she seems like she's a good person, you know? Well,
0: that and also, like, just uh, putting the pieces together, you can sort of see that she has... She may not even be the villain, like... It almost kind of feels like the the actual TVA themselves. Oh, the villain. villains, yeah, because um, they're
1: doing little sneaky shit.
0: Yeah, there's two things at play here. Number one, she wants to she, because of the the, the the conversation that Loki had with Owen Wilson's character uh, Mo- Mobius an episode ago. He's talking about well, what about free will? You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's what, what the story is really about. Because yeah. she wants to get rid of the TVA so that there's no more predestiny. There's right, no more like there's no more shit. Ha- right. It's like everything is free Happen will Happen the
1: way it happens. Yeah.
0: Um, and so she might actually be the like the right. Uh, person do it. Maybe she, maybe her methods are questionable. Yeah. You can argue. There's a conversation about that. But uh, ultimately, with that's how powerful the TVA is. They she yeah. has to do those things. And not to mention the people, the Minutemen don't even know that they're all variants.
1: Yeah, they are variants. And like, cause uh, didn't I believe Owen Wilson's character was like. Uh, they are born, uh, yeah, created
0: by the TVA. TVA, which but we find
1: out that yeah, that's not true in this episode. So it's some sneaky shit going on some behind the scenes. Possible mind wipes
0: because uh, yeah. me, uh, Owen Wilson didn't remember creating those those rings, those water yeah. oh, rings. Oh yeah, by, yeah, um, yeah. When he's like the cups and stuff like that, he mm. must have had his memory erased. And people are already speculating that he comes from the '90s because he likes those water skis from the '90s.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, and that's what's interesting. The only thing that, unless they're doing like a season 2 the only thing about it is it's like we're already on episode 3 right there's no way you're gonna be able to introduce them and then make them a villain in 3 episodes (laughs) like I mean even these 3 episodes that pass by don't look like the story just was super flowing through you know so it's like Unless they're like gonna like end the show on like this cliffhanger and then they're gonna do a Loki season 2 which is possible and I think everyone would like I don't know if they'll have enough time to do all of that like in terms of like introducing them as the villains and then you know having Loki and them go up against the the, um the the tva or whatever the timekeepers or whatever yeah Yeah. the timekeepers i don't know if that you know but i hope that's the case because that'll be very cool and it'll be very like interesting to see like basically the gods you know what i mean and uh see how that goes so
0: yeah um i guess there's only one last thing to talk about as far as uh this loki uh by the way we totally went into spoiler territory by the way for those that didn't haven't watched loki our bad our bad uh, so um uh, the other thing is uh, there was the the big revelation and people were celebrating and calling it a victory which i don't know i don't necessarily s- i'm gonna just be very careful about this one because i want to say i don't want to overstate it either but i kind of don't feel like hurrah you know hi yay you know you do it you know uh yas queen whatever the fuck whatever you want to say i don't know uh but yeah. like they they revealed that Loki is bisexual in this episode. And yep. people were like, you know, oh it's June right now, it's uh, you know, gay pride month or what I forgot what it's called. Uh but it's, you know, that month right now and people were saying that it's a huge win, you know, it's a he's a title character with his own show, you know, it's like he's the name of the show. Uh, you know, it's not like one of those like secondary or third like level like or like you know, supporting characters, like it's yeah. an actual like above the title uh star you know, who's part of the LGBT community or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't really want to say that it's like that. They're like, you know, they're champions of anything. Like, I don't want to give them too much credit, to tell you the truth. Because I don't feel like they're like... I I don't feel like it's that. But at the same time, people are always... People say that you're you're supposed to like treat it as like whatever you know. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's like people want to have it both ways, where it's like you know you make you champion something, but you also make it make it a, a a character feature that doesn't define you. Which clearly that's the case. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, it's 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 like I don't. The reason why I don't personally want to give him that much credit is because Loki is a TV show and it's not a movie that's p- playing in China. Yeah, and you know it, what I mean? it, that's it, how I kind of see it. it.
1: It's just so annoying. Like for me, it's annoying not because. I'm a homophobe, or I don't want bisexual characters in, in movies and shows and stuff, but it's like, if it feels like it's just done for the sake of doing it, like, if there's no story point, and there's no need, like, there's no need for movies to reveal if people are straight, like, if that has nothing to do with the story, I don't need to know how if a person is straight gay nothing it's like like don't revit don't have it for the sake of having it like hey hey y'all this for y'all he's gay <laughs> like i don't you know what i mean so well it, like
0: there, there's a there's a there's a term and uh, that people use in like in for hollywood it's called queer baiting yeah have that's what that? it is like they that's, always do a yeah. thing where it's like they play they dance around it like you know like finn and uh and what's that and finn and, and uh, uh, uh Po, damn, oh yeah, Po, yeah, yeah. Poe. Like, yeah, They always do that thing where it's like, oh, it you know, could be, uh, like... but like never really address it. Yeah, so they, they kind of sort of want to get the goodwill without without having to commit. Oh, I, I uh, and this it. one, it's like, you know, I, I don't know, I, I I'm of two minds of it. It's like yeah it's cool but also you totally copped out because it's a direct to streaming tv show that you don't have to worry about china censors you know what i mean like that's literally like i feel like you didn't like some some arithmetic on that and it feels very like grimy in my opinion i I
1: agree man i for me i just i it's just something that's annoying for me like it ain't a big deal i don't like care that much but it's just annoying like it's like you know trying to force that in or trying to like oh my god so Loki's been like okay cool well whatever. he was also
0: revealed as gender fluid in episode one remember that file where he was like oh, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. he's gender fluid yeah, know, like, yeah yeah
1: but I mean actually it's crazy because I feel like they're setting up like a romance between Loki and yeah. <laughs> uh, Loki, <laughs> Loki and would Loki the kind of
0: character that would want to fuck himself <laughs> yeah like I
1: mean it, they really did kind of like it, it be, it maybe it's because the chemistry was so good that might, yeah, people, yeah, but yeah they were kind of setting up that romantic tension so I'm curious to see like it'll be kind of weird because it's like nigga this you (laughs) but at the same time it's not the reality I mean you know it's another version but it's not like they got different Upbringings and of yeah, course like, she's yeah, a, she didn't have a mom she didn't have a mom yeah, yeah and like he's a guy so it, it's different <laughs> enough to where that he, could uh, be a he thing he was
0: taught magic by his mom and she taught herself
1: taught herself yeah. right so like it's it, I feel like it's enough differences where they could you know kind of make that a thing or something yeah. you know
0: yeah I'm just gonna say like that's that's another thing I just wanted to say like I'm like again I'm not like I, I, like I said, my my final word on it is like if it feels like it was done by committee, then I'm not about it. Yeah, so. I agree. Oh, and one
1: last thing the one thing that I didn't like about this episode was the the background like to <laughs> me it was just bad like, like I green screen yeah like, it's yes. like I noticed a bit green screen through the whole like yeah. episode I was like and Disney's been very good with this like with the Mandalorian like the Falcon, and, the Winter Soldier, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier like all these shows are, it was so, they've been so good where it's like man like whatever they're doing it's like movie quality but with this episode it's like they went cheap as hell like I'm just looking and it was just distracting me. I'm like, why does that look so fake? Like, but it, I mean, again, it's a minor nitpick. I love the episode, but it was just something I had to mention.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. We'll go ahead and move on to the last two things here. Um, I I kind of want to just give a quick update to the Star Wars: The Bad Batch. We didn't talk about it last week uh, when Dan was here, uh, but there were two episodes, and they were both badass badass episodes. The episode before uh, there was uh, it was uh, uh, Crosshair versus the Bad Batch, and it was so good. Like. It was like like damn near like perfect cat and mouse. Great like like it's so crazy to see like when Crosshair is such a good formidable formidable foe for the bad Batch, because yeah. he had them on their toes and he almost yeah. got them. Yeah. And like they were like they had to start like improvising, uh you know, let's do yeah, that, like figure something Quick, out. Quick, yeah. some MacGyver, let's MacGyver this shit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. And then the, the episode that happened just this, this past one was a, was a rescue episode, and it was centered around, uh, uh, damn, what I forgot, Omega. Yeah, it was, it was centered around Omega, and it was so good. And also, it was, again, another cat and mouse episode where there was so much uh, intricacies that was at play. Um, and again, I don't want to spoil anything, but a character shows up out of nowhere from a previous episode. Um, and then there, and you almost think of it as a plot hole. I thought it was at a plot hole at first when she showed up. I was like, "How the hell does she know to be here?" Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's a plot twist at the end of the episode that that reveals why she was there in the first place. And I'm like, "Damn!" Ooh. Ooh. And I was like, "This is some espionage shit." Oh, the uh, the Kaminoans are back. You know what I'm talking? about yeah. I, told yeah. You how I yeah. said like the Kaminoans they're are missing. They're gonna come back. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I, I figured that from the
0: jump. Like I said, like there's no there's no political intrigue. There's no there's no Game of Thrones things. Now they they answered my question. Yeah. Like so there's some. These last two episodes are like big, overarching story ones, and they're not like filler episodes. Like, let's do this job. Yeah, for the sake of yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do this job for the episode. That's good. That's great. That's great. So I am. I am so like, damn. I feel like I'm more high on this episode than ever before. And I think that they're getting they're they're hitting the stride, and I don't know how many more episodes are left, but damn, yeah. they're bringing it.
1: Bad bad batch, man. Yeah. They they coming with it for sure. Um,
0: and finally, the last thing I watched on HBO Max was In the Heights, which was a musical. Oh
1: yeah, did you finally see What you think? Of? I heard it was special, but I don't know.
0: Okay, the music, not that, not that. It was, it was Yeah. Right. Um, The cinematography was the thing that I want to give the praise to the most. They had some great camera angles and these great, uh, cool-ass sequences like of imagination and stuff like that. Where like there's these like one characters that's sort of like standing on like you know upright, and then they start walking up the walls and start dancing on the walls, and then the cameras like you know follows yeah, them perfectly yeah. and stuff like that it looks like it was all done in one take damn um, and it was so awesome like there was a scene there was some la la land type yeah. shit yes yeah. exactly there was some cool like m- like magical ass moments and stuff like that there was these moments where like they're um you know in a swimming pool and there's this crazy choreographed sequence there's like these crazy ass moments where like the camera knows when to zoom in and the camera knows when to let the the dancers do their thing oh, and they yeah. do this, bl- this perfect blend of just like of uh of like personal and also spectacle
1: spectacle yeah 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 yeah.
0: um overall like i thought the story was kind of all right like i don't know i there were there was this one part that i got me a little emotional but other than that like
1: it didn't blow you it didn't
0: blow me away like people i've seen some critics who are like saying like this is one of their favorite movies of the year and i can see why i mean it's early in the year like like I hate when people
1: say that, and this in March or January. I mean March, January, February, April, like really once after summer, like on forward, that's when the movies start coming in. Yeah. So like it's like it's movies that may suck, and then it's only one all right movie, and they're like, oh, that's the best movie of the year. Yeah, ever. well, like
0: right, there's on. is one critic who's saying like you know he's gonna remember this movie and this person's performance for Oscar season damn what said. this what the, early yeah, no, i don't know about that
1: said. because they, we got some bangers coming this year like like hey, look
0: that that's what he said he said uh, <laughs> i'm gonna I'm I'm hold him to it but you know what i mean like i, I mean I, so- I don't
1: know though because i gotta see it you know yeah. so I'm, I'm talking shit but as soon as i see it i might agree with him so who knows
0: yeah i mean like i said there's definitely things to say that there were good things and stuff like that ultimately this movie is about like gentrification and like you know preserving one's culture and following your dream there were some some characters that that resonated with me and stuff like uh that you know things that like i've been through and stuff like that that i was mm-hmm. like okay that makes sense but like i don't know it just seems like i couldn't really fully grasp it uh there were times in the movie where i was just ch- checking my watch to see how much more longer do i have to watch this movie uh-huh, yeah. but i don't know i don't think i was a target demographic anyways i mean it's definitely you know I, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Right. I've 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 watched many a musical before, and I like musicals, mm-hmm. but this one just didn't like you know ring with me. It so, Didn't click. Yeah. didn't click with me. So, uh, but that's not to say that this movie isn't good. Um, you know, there, from a technical showpiece perspective, there was a lot of good things going on, and I can recognize it uh, from like the the acting, the choreography, the editing, the the cinematography, and everything. Like technically, it, it was well done. It was all well done. So. Anyways, uh, so yeah, with all that said, um, I would say, um, from, from a recommendation standpoint, sure, why not if you have HBO Max, but I wouldn't necessarily go to the theaters to pay to watch that movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, of all the four things, my biggest recommendation is still F9 of all of them. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, we're going to go ahead and move on to the news. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. So for the news, we only have uh, four news stories, and I was scrounging like, like, all of, like, variety and just trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel, trying to find news stories and stuff like that. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the biggest news story here, which is uh, the box office report. Because F9 did, in fact, come out this uh, this weekend here. Um, and it says here that F9 zooms to a mighty $70 million debut, shattering pandemic records. I, was, I saw a headline that said, like, F9 uh, was the biggest opening weekend since the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which was pre-pandemic. Uh, so we'll go ahead and read the story it says here uh the only thing uh, stronger than family the bakas office debut of f9 the latest entry in the universals fast and furious saga uh after many delays over the course of a year and a half f9 opened to a mighty 70 million dollars from 4,179 North America venue, North American venues. That's by far the biggest for a movie at the U.S. box office, not just since the onset of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, but since 2019. Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Oh, there we go. See, that's what I was talking about. Uh, the big screen homage of hulking men, speeding uh, cars, gravity-defying stunts, and of course, family is giving much more uh, needed, much needed momentum to the movie theater's business which has been struggling to rebound as audience feel, uh, began to feel comfortable returning to the local multiplex f9 is the latest uh, blockbuster hopeful to set a new box office benchmark for covid times prior to this uh, weekend paramount's a quiet place part two held the pandemic era opening weekend record uh, with 48.3 million dollars which is not which is true but that was a three-day total it was uh, it opened in memorial day weekend which is at a four-day total like 55 million dollars yeah so uh the bold decision was to ma- was made to move f9 back a year was absolutely spot on oh yeah that's right they were the first uh studio to like we're, we're delaying it a year yeah 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 so yeah says uh jim Orr, universal's president of domestic distribution our release has ignited the domestic box office and it's setting the market for a great summer Opening weekend crowds were 60% male, with 51% of ticket buyers under the age of 25. Broken down by demographics, 37% of moviegoers were Hispanic, 35% were Caucasian, 16% were black, and 8% were Asian. Or adds, the audience was very diverse, which reflects the strength of our cast. And this franchise,
1: yeah, I, you know uh, the the great news about this is that uh, the pandemic is officially over. For, <laughs> like for the, for moviegoers, yeah, yeah, for movies. I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, this time last year we were wondering if you know we would ever be in theaters again. You know what I mean? Like, I I actually made a couple of videos saying how I'm hopeful, but I wasn't for sure. But you know, these type of numbers reflect uh, numbers before the pandemic. You know, so, and this is the type of film that would do those big numbers, and it did what it was supposed to. So, I think the whole COVID era, in terms of like, oh no, people, I don't know if we're gonna go to the, it's over now, you know. So, that's the good news going forward with this success, you know, like people get feel comfortable now. Putting their movies out, we don't have to worry about like, oh don't know, it's COVID, so we don't want to push it back. Like, nah, we
0: put it out, <laughs> put it out. You know, yeah. This Hopefully, movie, we, like this movie literally is like your poor case example. You can open the movie and you go big. Right. I mean,
1: I, yeah. I almost wish like some of the movies that got pushed back would come full. Like, you for know, now. yeah. Like, I think Batman, the Batman, got pushed back. And, uh, I was like, damn, I hope that, you know, I want to, that Well, movie, I think it got sh-
0: delayed because of production delays. That production. Okay. Okay. It yeah. might've been, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, as far as like, uh, you know, we've, we've yet to see the first movie open at a hundred million dollars. There's uh, that. Cool. There's uh-huh. that.
1: But we, I mean, what movie would
0: have opened at a hundred million? this movie. You
1: think I would have did a hundred?
0: Yeah. Well, probably.
1: I mean, like if Black, I mean, it's hard if to Black
0: Widow comes out in two weeks, by the way, if Black Widow comes out next Friday and it doesn't do a hundred million dollars, then, you know...
1: I, I mean, know. it's hard to say, only because Fast 9 got
0: kind of poor reviews, so... Yeah, that is true.
1: 70 million for a poor review movie is is <laughs> solid. You know, it's real good, so and, who knows and, if people were raving about it, like, oh, this is the best Fast,
0: you know, it might have did a hundred, so who knows? And also, the Black Widow is going to be on Disney Plus as well, like, with the premiere Oh, oh yeah, so that's going to hurt the, yeah. for
1: box office
0: yeah so yeah I, I just gotta say this the article does finish out by talking about the the international uh it's already made 300 million dollars internationally um i also want to give a quick little anecdote about my time watching the movie at the movie theater yesterday so yesterday was sunday when we record this episode uh yesterday i actually uh went to the movies for the first time on an opening weekend Oh, wow. Period. Since Damn. COVID. Oh, because shit. every single time I've ever talked about going to the movies, whether I was talking about Tenant or talking about A Quiet Place, or uh, um, Chaos Walking, yeah. every time I've ever talked about a movie that I watched in theaters has always been the week after, like the Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, like, you know, yeah. no one's there. No like, one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this is the first time I've ever been in a movie theater with a big-ass crowd of people yeah. watching the movie. And yeah, like, yeah. also, I don't think they did this thing where I don't... I. Because there was somebody sitting next to me, I don't think they did that skip seating thing anymore. I don't oh, really, really nah, know. I
1: mean, they've been doing it still since I've been going, <laughs> in, but maybe this one has so many people. I don't know. Who knows? There was no,
0: it doesn't appear to be any block seatings going on. Um, so there's that. Because there was literally a stranger sitting next to me and a stranger sitting next to my nephew. Oh, wow. Um, wow and that's then I'm crazy. Like, well, we're like, well, I mean, obviously, we got these big ass recliner seats. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, You're not going to be shoulder to shoulder to someone.
1: I mean, I you know, because cr- I've seen. Uh, What was the... uh, Quiet Place Part 2 opening weekend and... And I seen Conjuring. Conjuring and A Quiet Place Part 2 and they still had the... the, I mean, of course, you could sit next to who you come with, but they still had the... But uh, whenever
0: you buy like two tickets... The tickets on their, your le- your seat on your left and your seat on right are like X'd out. Right, you know? right, yeah. yeah. I don't think so, they did that. But so movie. I
1: think they, you know, that might be a part of why we're looking at 70 million opening weekend. I think they might have finally started to say, okay, look, you know. And there was sit. like,
0: maybe like, I saw maybe like, I don't know, five, six people out of everyone wearing masks. Everyone mm. else was not wearing masks. And even the yeah. staff weren't wearing masks. Man. Uh, glad, I'm glad I'm vaccinated, but like, it feels like they're just throwing everything out the way as far as like they're still doing the thing uh where they they give you when you get a refill of popcorn they give you a brand new bucket so that right. you don't you don't reuse you, know, you know, yeah, yeah. don't reuse the same thing so they start doing that um but overall i mean i wasn't really like all scared or anything like that i'm just saying like this is literally the first time i've ever been to a big opening weekend with people like yeah i've always i've always basically for the most part in general i've always had private screenings when i watch a movie in the, movie yeah. In the weekday yeah Man, oh,
1: it, it felt like the movies again. Right? It felt like yeah. the movies again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so yeah, that was it. I just wanted to talk about that, and also uh, congratulations to F Nine for doing its thing. And uh, we'll continue to track to see if uh, maybe by this time next week it'll hit hundred million. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next story is gonna be it's talking about uh, John Boyega. It says here, Star Wars actor John Boyega loses his Twitter verification badge due to inactivity before it's mysteriously restored. You know that blue check mark? Oh uh, yeah. He lost that blue check mark here. That's weird. Uh, People were having conspiracy theories on it, by the way. Uh, Star Wars actor John Boyega was inexplic- inexplicably stripped of his Twitter verification badge before it was hastily restored following Variety's inquiries on Friday. The actor, who was a central cast member in the most recent Star Wars trilogy alongside Daisy Ridley, appeared to lose his verification badge sometime earlier this week since Wednesday. Uh, Twitter users have been remarking on Boyega no longer having a checkmark by his Twitter handle. A spokesperson for Twitter declined to comment, but a source suggested that the blue checkmark had to had been removed due to, quote, inactivity, pointing Variety to in the direction of Twitter's verification policy, which says, You may lose your badge if you change your account name, slash, you know your at handle if your account becomes inactive or incomplete or if you are no longer in the position you initially were verified for such as an elected government official who leaves office and you do not otherwise meet our criteria for verification we also may remove the blue uh, badge from accounts that are found to be in severe or repeated violation of the twitter rules the swords added that inactivity can mean no, not logging onto twitter for more than six months Within minutes of Variety pointing out that other celebrities, such as Star Trek actor Will Wheaton, haven't been publicly active on Twitter for a much longer period of time, but have retained their verification badge, Boyega's blue checkmark mysteriously reappeared. (laughs) Boyega's last tweet is from November 2020, Wheaton is from April of 2018, it is unknown whether Wheaton has been logging in periodically or to ensure his account remains active. Earlier this year, Twitter announced that it would uh, be taking more hardline stances on inactive verified Twitter accounts and removing verification badges more frequently. Their policy states that once a once verified, a user cannot request to have the blue checkmark removed. Uh, however, given the verification badge were introduced in 2009, after celebrities such as Kanye West complained complained of impersonation, removing them from world-renowned actors, even those who haven't logged in for six months, seems counterproductive. So Boyega's verification badge came on the heels of Hollywood Reporter's story story earlier this week, claiming that the actor had unexpectedly walked off his latest Netflix production, Rebel Ridge. Netflix cited that family reasons for Boyega's decision to part ways with uh, with the film. We talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago where he's like, dude, he just left left halfway into filming a movie. And now it's like, what the fuck? He's he's like people were conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory like oh he's he's been he's being deplatformed he's being blacklisted oh da, 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 you know what I mean like yeah. what are your what are your thoughts on this what do you think I don't
1: know like this really don't seem like much to do about nothing to me like first of all who cares if he has a check or not I, I like I, I guess it makes him more official I don't know I don't care but the thing about it is it's like it came back on so how can you have these. <laughs> Conspiracy theories of like Oh they blackballing them Or whatever they're saying It's like dude Back on
0: So Well at the time People were already running with it Before he was Before he got the back And that's how you
1: know Like when your conspiracy theory wrong Because it You know You'll be proven It'll be proven to be fake Once something like this happens But for me, I just don't care. Like I don't care if he don't had a blue check. Like it don't matter. It, it and honestly, like based off the criteria, I mean, it makes sense. If you ain't been on it in a while, if you done changed some shit, uh, you know, maybe he met all the different things. He ain't been on it since November twenty twenty two. Maybe he changed his password and maybe and they was like they took it off. But then they was like, oh he's John Boyega, a famous actor. All right, give it back to him. You know, so <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, uh, just wanted to t- uh, talk about this real quick because, like, I remember uh, it being a, f- a, a hot headline for a day sometime last week, and it wasn't like it definitely we did fall off fast because obviously with this uh, article being, you know, it, you know, published when it was published, it was published after the fact after all the conspiracy theories were talking so much shit. But I did see it for like a quick minute on on YouTube. Uh, next up, we'll go ahead and, uh, meet up, uh, look at this new headline here. And this one's another fast one here, but, uh, I don't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to read the article on this one. I will just like talk about the headline. This is a bit of an extra news in a sense, but Harrison Ford was injured while filming Indiana Jones five. Uh, so I'm going to give you the TLDR about this one. And I'm not even going to like read the article because I kind of sort of know like the bullet points. So he was, they were filming a, uh, um, uh, like a rehearsal. They were rehearsing a fight scene. And so it wasn't even like the cameras weren't even rolling, but he got injured, and apparently he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, and they say that they're going to keep the release date—the release date's not changing—and they're just going to shuffle Shoot the order. around yeah. it. Yeah, they're going to shuffle the order of the scenes. So there were certain scenes scheduled a couple of weeks out with other actors where Harrison Ford is not in the scenes. So they're going to make those and shoot those now while he's healing up so that way he can come back and return to filming and stuff like that. So there's really nothing much to do about this one but people were talking about uh, how like, you know, damn man, Harrison Ford be getting injured all the time. He got injured during uh, Star Wars Episode 7 He got injured um, On his off day When he's like Not filming a movie But he was still Filming a movie Where he was like Flying a plane And he crashed it You know oh, what I mean yeah, 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 You know yeah. what I mean But yeah. like you know, on... I
1: mean but people Gotta realize Harrison Ford's Old as shit Like <laughs> The fact that he's even making these movies, like he's doing, like with Blade Runner and Star Wars, and yeah. now this, like he's all his a young. He made them movies as a young man, and now he's oh, like he's seventy eight. I think I think like seventy eight. Like seventy eight people, seventy eight year old people that I know are barely like walking, like in a wheelchair, or you know they're barely moving. Let's known making yeah. a. Action movie, yeah, seventy eight. So like a lot of seventy eight people, year old people that I know is barely walking. Yet alone making an action movie in their late seventies like that, you know, like it, you know, that in itself amazes me. So it doesn't surprise me, but I, I felt like they should have been a little bit more cautious. Like I wouldn't do no action scenes with him. I, you know, <laughs> I bring in a double to do every bit of action scenes. Most I let him do is running. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even fully let him do that because, like, if you see him running in the Force Awakens, it look a little slow. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I, you know, I'd have him only doing acting. So. I don't know what they were doing, but I, I would have been a bit more cautious. Like e- even a rehearsal, like I like le- just let somebody let the double come and do it. But
0: yeah, there you go. So I, I mean, <laughs> uh, like I wonder if like, they do the double where it's like he's gonna be like you know an old man like wrinkles and stuff. Like they they put young guy and then they put and, the wrinkles, and wrinkles on him. and on, the gray yeah. hair. They spray the gray hair on him. And yeah. Oh my God! I was gonna say if his double is gonna need a double, <laughs> <laughs> his double gonna need a <laughs> If it's not, a, if it's not a, uh, a young guy or whatever, but I just wanted to talk about that real fast. So that was kind of, I, I mean, from from what it seems like, it, from what I read, it doesn't seem like it was a, it was a like you know a totally bad injury. Like as far as like, yeah, I mean, if he's only kind of, out a couple yeah. of
1: weeks, then it ain't then that it's, bad. Then
0: this is gonna be one of those kind of things you can sort of laugh about. Yeah, it. it's probably like, like a, a sprained ankle or something. Or, yeah, so probably. Um, We'll go ahead and move on to the final top news, which I think this might be the fastest we've ever gone through news before because these news story, these news stories, other than the fast line, yeah, bit of, a bit of extra news kind of feel. But um, next up is Amazon's bid for MGM uh, to get an FTC or Federal Trade Commission uh, antitrust review. So we talked about how Amazon is going to be buying up uh, MGM, but now apparently the U.S. government is going to be uh, uh, looking at to see if it's like, you know, if it's a monopoly, you know what I mean? Like antitrust. Mm. Mm. So uh, Amazon's $8.5 billion deal to acquire MGM will be the subject of an antitrust review by the Federal Trade Commission, the Wall Street Journal reported, citing anonymous sources. Last month, Amazon announced a definitive agreement to acquire MGM and its well-stocked library of 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows, including the storied James Bond film franchise. The FTC and the Justice Department share oversight of reviewing the antitrust implications of significant proposed mergers and acquisitions. The FTC recently got the green light after a recent uh, interagency meeting with the Department of Justice to review the Amazon uh, MGM deal given that the FTC currently is leading a broader antitrust probe into Amazon business practices per the uh, Wall Street Journal report. And, yeah, like Amazon in general, they are a really big, massive company. You know, yeah, people are going to talk about, oh, man, this is a monopoly kind of thing. You know, so they're like Amazon themselves is already getting like, you know, too big for the britches kind of thing. So, Uh, so this kind of makes sense. And also, side note, Disney. When the Disney Fox merger happened, that also got reviewed for yeah. and for monopoly. And yeah, so I like mean, stuff.
1: like when you had dealing with a deal that huge, like it's you know they. I think it's it's probably protocol for them to, you know, just make sure there ain't nothing you know um, criminal going on un- behind the scenes because it's such a big deal. Like it's so many numbers. Like, but like for deals to even get done it takes months yeah. like in terms of like so that's how much stuff like it you know i don't know the specifics or nothing but i mean i think that's probably there's protocol of, there's a lot
0: of red tapes there's a lot of filings. filing. filing yeah. yeah
1: so they just making sure ain't nothing slip you know ain't they slipped nothing illegal you know through the
0: well generally speaking when you talk about when you talk about antitrust uh the reason why antitrust is basically about monopolies is when you get when your company gets so big they can start pushing and like forcing out the little guy and then basically make it to the point where no competition can exist, basically. uh, Disney is sort of heading in that direction. Like, people... Uh, tech companies like amazon facebook apple well yeah i mean i remember it was a
1: story that came out back in like 2015 and it was like disney did some bullshit to quentin tarantino because it was a certain theater actually the theater we was talking about uh, a couple weeks back that's not that's no longer the the arc like yeah i think quentin tarantino he had a movie that was scheduled to come out on, on the Arclight Well Hateful Eight It yeah. was scheduled to show at the Arclight And it was around the same time The Force Awakens was coming out And I think Disney like They told the Arclight theaters Like if you know You don't play our movie at this time That you're supposed to play Quentin Tarantino's movies Then you're never gonna be able to play our movie At the <laughs> oh, Arclight Oh so, hell Yeah my, so yeah. like You know and Quentin yeah. Tarantino Came out and spoke on it And in the, in bad Yeah episode, it was yeah. like a big deal But that's in a small way Doing that it's already strong Yeah strong Disney
0: strong arms. I don't know if you know this, but there's a huge story about how, like, Disney when the Force Awakens and like uh, uh, Episode Eight happened, uh, yeah. even like even during COVID stuff, and they were like, "If you don't play our movies and stuff like that, you're not gonna get any more uh, movies from us because uh, the theater owners." are actually they do this thing where like they, they have a revenue split mm-hmm. where it's like usually like seventy percent of ticket sales goes to the uh, the company yeah. and they keep thirty yeah. percent. Where Disney was like, you know, you're gonna give us like ninety percent. And you yeah. get to keep 10. Yeah. Because yeah. you know we're Disney and we know that we're gonna bring so much foot traffic. Yeah. And you you're gonna play by our, 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 our rules no yeah. matter yeah. what. Yeah. And yeah. so they were forced to like well shit, what are we gonna to do? Not play not play uh, yeah. this, this movie? I yeah,
1: know. I mean it was yeah Disney so Disney has that and that's why I think they do that. Because you know when, especially the thing about these big companies, like they can sneak and do this stuff without people really knowing. You know, like if Quentin Quentin Tarantino didn't like come out and speak on it, like, hey, hey, that could have been a situation that went under the radar. You know, so that's why I think these people be doing that just to make sure ain't nobody slipping and doing illegal shit under the, you know, or not necessarily illegal, but you know, bending the rules. Yeah, 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 strong
0: arms. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Amazon declined to comment. On the journal report, an FTC spokeswoman said the agency does not confirm the existence of investigations, <laughs> as we do not – as we have uh, no further comments on this. That's kind of funny how, like, the FTC is like, we're not – no comment. <laughs> uh, word that the FTC will be heading up the review for Amazon MGM comes after uh, Lena Kahn out Spoken critic of big tech companies, including Amazon, was sworn in as the agency's chair on June 15th. President Biden appointed Khan, a Democrat, as an FTC commissioner in March. Last week, he named her the head of the agency. Um, Amazon hasn't said when it expects the MGM deal to close. The e-commerce giant is expecting to mine MGM properties like the James Bond, Pink Panther, and Rocky franchises for new uh, originals to feed into the global prime video service. If it secures regulatory approval, the MGM deal would be Amazon's second largest acquisition behind the company's $13.7 billion purchase of Whole Foods in 2017. 17 god damn i didn't know they owned whole foods
1: Shit, i didn't either. I know they own
0: they don't own twitch by the way yeah yeah, yeah i knew that so twitch, i'm like they, I damn they
1: whole foods they,
0: amazon be amazon owning is, everything they're getting money they're trying to take over the entire world
1: they actually are
0: Man, that's just crazy. <laughs> they want to they want to make they want to have uh they started off as a bookseller like on eBay i mean and, and
1: it's crazy because i was just talking to a friend tony About Amazon and how like They started off by just getting a bunch of people To invest in them like based off of nothing Like they were just so good at with like uh, of having a plan and stuff like that, they had a lot of people investing in them, and it was like, how the hell you get investors based off of nothing? Like, but uh, yeah, it's
0: crazy, man. Amazon taking over they, the they want you to own. They want you to buy through Amazon. They want you to have your Prime Video. They want yeah, you to yeah. be your grocery store. They want to be your. I mean, thing. and the one thing that I, I
1: I don't have a problem with Amazon is they do everything so well. Like <laughs> like they do everything well, so you can They make great movies. They you know they, uh, they deliver fast they deliver fast they got great regimens like they do the stuff they do they do well so you know
0: you can't complain too much (laughs) all right so i think that's it for the uh yeah that was it for the top news so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the extra news so let me get this uh prepped here all right So extra news, uh, not a whole lot going on in extra news here. So I'm just going to go ahead and read these headlines. Not a whole lot to talk about. Number one, Quentin Tarantino still insists that he's retiring after his next movie. Number two, WandaVision's second end credit scene was, quote, patched or edited. Uh, leading some to speculate that Doctor Strange was added in. Number three, a supernatural prequel, uh, the Winchester's series is in development with Jensen Ackles serving as producer. Number four, Transformers Rise of the Beast has been uh, has cast Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal with June 24th, 2022 release date. And number five, uh, Dune, the movie that's very anticipated, has been delayed just three more weeks to October 22nd. And I kind of want to read this article real quick, but uh, I have no idea why are you shifting it from, like, October 1st to October 22nd. Yeah,
1: that don't make any sense. Especially, it's already been delayed, so people are already, yeah. like, and what is three weeks... This movie's weeks? done. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> done. And, like, what is three weeks done? Like, I don't know. That's ridiculous to me. Yes. I don't know what they got going on. Uh,
0: Troy, Slim Pickings here. Anything you want to talk about?
1: I mean, Quentin Tarantino um, saying how he's still gonna retire after his next movie, that, that really makes me sad, him being my favorite director and uh, and I think it's, and that's going to be a blow to Hollywood because he's one of the last directors that can get a very high budget and do whatever he want and yeah. it's going to be original so it's like anytime Quentin Tarantino has a movie coming out you know it's going to be original it's not going to be based off anything it's not going to be a sequel prequel and it's going to end. it's going to be a big budget so it's not like one of these indie films with, well I like the small indie movies either but it's going to go through the Hollywood And it's gonna be an original take on a movie, and and like we don't have enough of that in Hollywood. Like it's it's mostly everything. You know, it's it's very hard to get movies green light lit yeah. for big budget original movies in Hollywood. Quentin Tarantino is one do it. Yeah. yeah, him and like Christopher Nolan and like it's only a few that can do it. And so the fact that he's leaving that's gonna be a big blow to Hollywood in terms of like getting Origin original Hollywood, content, yeah. yeah, coming out there. But I'm just happy he's doing one more and he's not like retiring after once upon a time in Hollywood. So I can't wait to see um what his last movie is gonna be? I hope that it's just all bullshit and he's gonna do a couple more. But I think he's serious. But I hope that like I just wanted, he ends up doing another one.
0: I, I just kind of want him to direct like a one hundred million dollar plus movie because like I feel like he's done movies that are like you know twenty, thirty, fifty million dollars. Like I feel like they're not like. They're not spectacle. They're not, like, on that that Christopher Nolan Inception level, Dunkirk level, kind of, like, big, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Big concept. Mm. Like, I don't know. That's not to say that he does have spectacle in his films, things like Kill Bill and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He has spectacle, but, like, I want to see him do, like, grand, something grand and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess maybe that's not his style. That's not Quentin Tarantino. I mean,
1: once upon a time in Hollywood, I believe it was, like... 90 not, uh it was so it was up there i don't know like let's, see, let's, to let's, look, what at, the,
0: let's look at it let's look at it i say uh, once upon a time in hollywood budget uh, budget all right let's see what comes up here uh it says here uh 90 to 96, 96 90. so that's about 100 million like huh, shit yeah, you know what i'm saying so you know and i don't and if i'm not
1: mistaken that's not his biggest budget he didn't so he doesn't hit a hundred million um Mm-hmm. For sure, and that's pretty much hundred million. So, but that's what I mean. Like him and Nolan are like the last two, because who's gonna say for a movie like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Here goes a hundred million dollars, like for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> here's here's not,
0: Brad Pitt and here's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Make it happen. Make right? it happen. What? Right? You're not
1: you're not gonna get that. So <laughs> okay. like that, it just kind of it makes me sad that you know. But I hope he goes out with a bang. Like I hope his next movie is like one of like the best, best movies
0: Like oh my god, it's the best Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, movie. yeah. I
1: hope I hope he yeah. goes out with a. Bang. Bang. If you're gonna quit at the ten, you gotta make sure this last one's gonna be special.
0: It says here this uh, I was just sort of like skimming through the article. He was on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, and he was sitting down, and he was doing a segment where he was just talking to him. And he says Bill Maher told him, he says, "You're too young to quit. You're at the top of the game. Uh, you're on top of your game." Yeah. Uh, and then to which Tarantino rep- responded, "That's why I want to quit because I know film history, and from here on end, directors do not get better."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's cap because Martin Scorsese, he about ninety, that or eighty something. He's still making like some of the best the movies. Shit, yeah, yeah, but I mean to be fair though, I understand what he means. Like a lot of the great directors, if you look at. Their last movies, they fell off first. And I think he's trying to avoid that pitfall, yeah. you know.
0: he wants to go out on top. On top, before yeah. he, he, he doesn't want to jump the shark, uh, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. Yeah. I think it makes sense. And I think, like, uh, from, like, a legacy perspective – You know how like whenever like like a famous person dies, yeah, and then they're like they're one of the greatest rappers of all time, yeah, right, right, right. You know that kind of thing. I feel like he's sort of like not he's not dying, but he's killing his career, yeah, in a way. And so then he's got a catalog that he can always, yeah, yeah. 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 I
1: mean, it's I understand it. That makes sense. You know, uh, that definitely makes sense. I think the selfish. Uh, fans out there that want to see him do twenty more yeah. are gonna be hurt, but I think he's looking at it like, look, you know, I've given, I've given this, you know, everything I had to offer, and that's it. But it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be pissed off if Nolan says some shit like this next, and then, <laughs> damn, we're screwed.
0: So I watched the WandaVision uh, like post-credit scenes. So they updated it, so it's different. They they color corrected certain things. They added a red flash of like Scarlet Witch power like in this on the end credit scene. So it's different from the end credit scene that we no, seen? we're watching March. Back when the se- the season finale happened, yeah. Uh they changed it. Like they basically oh, shit. they re uploaded the video. Oh. And uh, so like I don't know if you know this, but Game of Thrones, they had like a, a um, uh, a goof like uh, an error where somebody's Starbucks coffee was yeah, yeah, in I the that. Yeah. was in the actual shot yeah, in the yeah I remember that yeah and so what they had to do is for like 24 hours that Starbucks coffee was there but then they uh, HBO Re- re-uploaded it yeah and they digitally removed yeah. the uh, it, Starbucks coffee.
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so they're basically doing a correction where they they added like some they did some quick color corrections and they added a flash of red flash of light you know at the end uh, you know like whenever you hear uh, you watched it right and yeah. you know how like they were like, mom, mom, and then yeah, she like, you yeah, know, yeah. like looks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, instead of it going, like cutting to black, they just made it, you know, flash red.
1: But why though? Like, do they feel like, I mean, did they, like, cause with the, with the Game of Thrones situation, they messed up. Yeah. But it's was like, what, did they feel like they messed up with this? Like, why did
0: they do that? So the people were speculating that they needed time. They needed more time for CGI because, uh, they were rushing. They were going down to the, like to the wire to get this, uh. To get these premiered in time because of covid and all these delays so they were trying to make sure they meet their deadline and apparently uh, they wanted a certain a shot to look a certain way, as well as um, there's like uh, people were thinking that it's Doctor Strange because there's this like floating figure in the woods. Like if uh, you if you like look at the the shot fr- uh, frame by frame, yes. you can see like a, somebody in a cape is f- levitating through the trees. Really? Towards the house. I
1: mean, and I and I heard Doctor Strange was supposed to be in the yeah. post credit scene, and I remember thinking like, why would y'all take him out? That's like such a great post credit scene even if he wasn't in the thing like that would have been such and I was rumored that that was the case so that might make sense that that might have they might have not have had time it was like oh shit like yeah they, they like, like
0: color corrected the trees Um they also like uh removed some like rocks and stuff in the water yeah. uh, but basically so you could see like this floating figure who's sort of like He's got this cape on, and he's like, and the people are thinking it's Doctor Strange. So you could literally see it in it's, the thing? It's literally just this tiny little fucking speck in the woods. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like a kind of like a ghost. He's like sort of like floating, oh, and it's like, it's people were saying, oh, that's Doctor Strange. He's going to see Wanda. He's he's in his astral form and oh, all this other shit. stuff. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of. uh People are like that's a lot of like mental gymnastics for this. Yeah, little, I mean, listen, this people, people, pick, you know, I know. mean,
1: people love to jump to conclusions with stuff, you know. But my only thing would be like, if y'all corrected it why would y'all have something floating in the background it's like because y'all this is the correction version so why would y'all have something but again you know with wandavision they did a lot of bullshit with the wandavision uh series where they had shit that wasn't relevant at all but for speculation purposes they had you know something going on but
0: okay so basically there's an original on this like you can almost it almost doesn't even look like I can't, they even, can't really even tell, tell you. Uh, uh, it's
1: like a little more snow, I guess. Yeah. I don't know.
0: What but fuck. basically, uh, as you can see right here, like, they removed some stuff here to make it more, like, visible. Well, see, this but, is like, just... This yeah, you see, like, this very, like, small little nitpicky things, yeah, right? like, what the But, way? like, somewhere... I, I can't remember where, but somewhere over here or, like, in this general area, you're supposed to see, like, this apparition ghost thing sort of, like, levitating... And he's he's supposed it's like moving towards the house, the cabin. It's like you see him. And this is obviously a still, you can't, I can't, I can't play World's Water right now, but like, basically, you can sort of see that there's like a small difference and stuff like that of like, you know. And I'm like, uh, I
1: guess, man. But like, I know WandaVision (laughs) did do that a lot.
0: That's one of, and I loved WandaVision. Also, also you can see right here, but you can see there's color correction here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see see how like the, 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 the grass is not as like, yeah. The darker the water is a little darker like they just color corrected like most of added trees most, most it most of it is color correction than it is yeah and yeah, yeah they did add trees here as you can see from here and there yeah I
1: mean like you know WandaVision did that a lot in the show and that shit was annoying where they'll have stuff like you're setting up something or they'll have little things intentionally that have fans talking and that don't lead to nothing so it wouldn't surprise me if they just said hey let's just throw something there floating and just have them <laughs> thinking that it's something you know what I mean like it wouldn't surprise me
0: you know it's funny is like movies are now turning into movies and TV shows now that they're on streaming services now it's kind of like video games you know how video games get patched
1: yeah yeah so and now like, like they patched, like, they patched
0: WandaVision yeah,
1: but basically yeah. <laughs> they patched
0: Game of Thrones yeah, and now it's
1: like yeah. shit it's, it's up. Like, just patching
0: yeah. For, yeah no more yeah no more director's cuts yeah. let's just patch them yeah. <laughs> It's messed up because
1: what if I like the original one? Like, yeah. It's not there anymore. Yeah, that's cold, man. That like, means you can't, I, yeah. When you watch
0: it, you're only watching the new one. Now. Yeah, see, I don't know. <laughs> I think one day in the future,
1: that's going to annoy me. This right here, I didn't care, but what if I like something that they change <laughs> What if I wanted the Starbucks coffee in Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, real talk, <top>, man. <laughs> God. Uh, that was hilarious. uh don't really have anything to say about Supernatural. I love Supernatural. There was like 15 seasons of it. I'm glad that Jensen Ackles, who was a star, one of the stars of, of Supernatural, is going to be a producer on it. Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I believe it's a new tra- live action Transformers movie that's coming out. Um, so I guess Ron Perlman is no longer is now going to be Optimus Prime. I don't know what Optimus Prime will, but I guess uh, they're just sort of I guess. I kind of like the voice of Optimus Prime in the in the Shia LaBeouf movies and stuff like that. I don't know why they're not bringing him back.
1: I mean, he probably done making them. I mean, that's crazy because they you gotta understand. It's like they gonna make these Transformers movies <laughs> infinite to like infinity. Like, like he's like, bro, I'm sick of being Optimus Prime.
0: Like, you know, who knows? But yeah, I mean, Ron Perlman's a big name actor, so there's that. Also, yeah. it's coming out next year and like a year from now, actually. Hey,
1: but that last Transformer movie, uh, Bumblebee, Bumble, yeah. man, that that was a solid movie. I was dead. That's the best Transformers movie out of all of them. True. Kind of so like enough. that, I was surprised.
0: Um, and also, by the way, uh, from the article, it was talking about Beast Wars that they're gonna be like covering some Beast Wars in this movie. So, oh, that's dope. Um, and also, let's let's read this. Let's pull up this article here. Like, I need to know. I need to see if this article gives us like an actual reason. Let's see here. Uh, blah, 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 the me. Okay, the movie was part of a larger re- de- release date shuffle by Warner Brothers on Friday. The Mini Saints of Newark was pushed back one week, uh, which was uh, taking the original spot held by Dune that's why it's because this movie called the main the many saints of new york is taking october 1st and they're like oh let's not
1: yeah like that's probably (sighs) like a a, uh oh
0: it's the sopranos okay okay the sopranos prequel okay Okay, I, the Sopranos... Okay, that makes sense. HBO owns the Sopranos as Warner Brothers. So, you would basically put it put in a situation where Warner Brothers has two movies coming out in back-to-back weekends.
1: Well, why don't they move Sopranos? Shit, like, Dune is, like, a uh, flagship movie, you know? Like, me, like ha- get that out to your fans as quick as possible, you know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. Sopranos, no disrespect to Sopranos, but I'm just saying, like, Dune is the blockbuster film that already got pushed back that people was excited for, like, Dune... You know trailer views It was so hot like people was excited For it but you push that back for this little Goofy shit I don't know like I Understand it you know cause they I think They're just shuffling things for you know Better times for movies to drop And stuff but I just wanted to see It quick as possible if anything move it up shit.
0: Well at least I'll put it to you This way I think this might Be better uh, October 22nd Is almost like November 1st and if you thinks things that open on November 1st generally tends to be, like, the holiday box office. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about, like, movies that come out on Christmas, maybe there's a there's a potential, like, this movie could still be playing in theaters on Christmas. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. If it
0: comes out on October 22nd. Maybe, you know, just depending on the theater itself. But, like, it could play longer. Um, but, yeah, basically, Warner Brothers just, like, rejiggered their calendar and i guess they just sort of like did it this way to make it work it just annoys
1: me because i've been waiting for doom so long and it's like yeah uh pretty much here wait another few weeks it's like man bro
0: <laughs> all right so that's it for the news uh so yeah we've got a lot of good trailers coming up here so let's uh let's go ahead and get some copyright claims in
1: and check
0: this out <laughs> Hey. You can actually do some dances and stuff because, you know, we're on video now. So, <laughs> um, so for Check This Out, there's actually a shit ton of trailers. And this is – last week, you missed a bad week for trailers. It was kind of like a little lukewarm on trailers. This week is actually hot yeah, yeah
1: and that's, spicy. That's so we got up. some
0: good trailers here. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to just, yeah, mute that because I don't want to get – Totally screwed over, but there was a mid-season trailer for for Loki. So uh, this mid-season trailer basically shows almost all the footage, like ninety percent of the footage or ninety-five percent of the footage is footage from the first three episodes. So I, when I when I heard of like oh it's a mid-season trailer, I was thinking like oh it's a trailer for like the next four, five, and six episodes. No. this trailer has almost like nothing new nothing new as far as footage goes we get quick little glimpses of like footage from like next episode and maybe even the finale but like it's very like no context given so nothing too really home or nothing too excited to write home about but um have you actually seen uh this footage or this trailer no
1: i don't watch uh trailers for like or mid you know trailers for mid uh series stuff because it's like you don't want a, nothing spoiled, but then if they show a lot of stuff from the past, it's like oh, I already seen that. already <laughs> So it's like a lose lose situation. Like I don't want to see any frames of nothing that I've that I haven't seen yet because I'm about to see it. Yeah. And then I don't want to see a bunch of stuff I've seen already either because I already seen it. So I'm,
0: I usually just don't watch these. Yeah, like this. Like this is like oh, like oh yeah, you know it's like you know, right. But this but, is
1: for the people that like maybe haven't seen it yet yeah. or not haven't got on to it yet, and like they're trying to convince them to, to like jump on board. Ju- Jump on board. Yeah, yeah but for the people that's already on board it's like it does nothing for. yeah it. like
0: that's neo right there yeah uh, so basically like it's quick glimpses of like this is new and stuff it's quick most of all the new stuff is at the end by the way uh it's quick glimpses of stuff that we've already seen before and it's nothing like i would say you know it doesn't feel like giving giving anything away so yeah uh we'll go ahead and move on to the next uh trailer here and i'm gonna just go ahead and pull up all the trailers here and my tabs here just so i can make it easier on myself um the next trailer is going to be halloween kills and i gotta tell you this right now troy this uh this trailer is uh is like insane and stuff like that yeah it picks up immediately after the last the halloween. last one
1: yeah i like how more and more movies are starting to do that like a quiet
0: place it's like, like that. a
1: quiet place yeah I, I really love this idea and the last movie was so good they brought they brought halloween back to where where it needs to be where it deserved to be and uh I feel like the way the last movie ended I think it's a good idea to pick it up right up because it's like
0: did he oh die my God. Look, look, or... look at this shit it's gonna get Yeah, he just kills like yeah. all the firefighters in one fell swoop like yeah like and one of the Ooh. things they're doing one of the things they're
1: doing uh, with the Halloween movies is they're making it more like an action they're making oh, it more Lord. like from an action point of view it's not just like horror oh. wait till you like we're seeing some fun cool shit like blockbuster cool action you know what I'm saying uh stuff in this so yeah I'm I'm excited the trailer blew me away
0: yeah um I was gonna say like the, the firefighter sequence and stuff like that were like there was this cool uh, and this cool shot in the in the uh, in the trailer that we saw just a few moments ago where like you can see like the footage from a first person perspective with the face mask on yeah. with the uh, the firefighter thing that was pretty cool I thought that was interesting it's uh it's kind of this, this movie is like all kinds of like bloody and the stakes are right and what
1: I, what I like about it so much is one of the things I hope they did because I knew there was going to make a sequel to this because of how successful the last one was but one of the things I was hoping I hope they didn't do that situation where they just don't explain it like he clearly is in a situation where he dies day one and then it goes into the next one like he's back and like you don't need to know why he's back because it makes him feel so immortal that it's like well there's no point you're not gonna there's no way to kill him which takes away some of the horror but but um, but they, it's like they explain it. They kind of give you how he survived
0: the hot burning house. You know, yeah. they saved them. Yeah. So I think that was pretty cool. They were like, "No, don't save him. He's like, Man, "Yeah, yeah." So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let me just read this description here. It's gonna come out in theaters. Uh, this october october 15th coming up so we don't have a long wait here to go and of course it's bringing back jamie lee curtis um and it's a blumhouse movie of course so the best in the business the best in the business when it comes to horror uh now this one's dope right here shang chi the new shang chi trailer come out oh my god dude uh, i got there's like a bit of a spoiler at the end of this trailer but we'll go ahead and uh let me ask you, Troy, have you seen this trailer already? Hell yeah. What are your
1: thoughts? Man, it's crazy because I like the last trailer, but I like this trailer even, <laughs> even more than the last trailer. Like <laughs> it, it's just it's just more badass, you know what I'm saying? It, it feels more badass. I kind of wish they didn't have a spoiler at the end, because imagine seeing uh, just like, Abomination yeah. in the in the movie. Yeah. It's like and you're oh. surprised, yeah. because yeah, like you haven't seen them since the Hulk, oh and it's like, and then I wouldn't expect Abomination to show then. up in this movie. Yeah, so, yeah, so that would have just blew my mind or whatever but regardless it's cool that he's coming back to see him in this but yeah man Shang-Chi is gonna be just it's my, its probably my most anticipated of the new Marvel movies that's coming out so not including like Thor or Spider-Man but of like the new characters that are that are coming out in Marvel this is probably my most anticipated it looks fantastic
0: yeah I'm definitely looking forward to this movie more than I am Black Widow which is crazy oh yeah uh, but For sure. uh, I just wanted to say real quick that like you know you know one of the funny things about the 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 contracts that like Marvel has and stuff with their actors is like uh, the actor that plays Abomination, uh, I think his name is Tim Roth. I Tim think. Roth, yeah. yeah. So Tim Roth, I'm pretty. I wonder if his like if his old contract is still in play here, because back when they signed for these movies, they said they, they were signed for like multi film deals, and oh. obviously a Hulk two never happened.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, they're I, like, I it wouldn't know. surprise me if he's not even in the movie, like he's all CGI through the whole. Like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they show him just kind of how they did with Hulk and the Thor Ragnarok, how he's like ninety percent, or if not all. Of just the Hulk through the whole movie. Well, you know? I mean,
0: like with the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo plays. He does this, the motion capture. The motion
1: capture, but yeah. see the difference with Abomination. Oh, there is, right there. The oh. difference with Abomination is they don't even need him to do the motion capture <laughs> because, like, if you you go back and look at him and as uh, Abomination in the Hulk movie, he, he this is nothing like it. He, you know, it's like yeah. a completely different. So it wouldn't surprise me if they
0: just got a new voice actor and said, "Here, go ahead." Well, no, Tim Roth is coming back
1: by the way. Oh, he uh, is uh, And
0: She Hulk. He was confirmed Oh, yeah. Well, be. for that,
1: it's different because yeah. he's going to have a bigger role. Like, he's actually, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure this is just a cameo. Like, he's probably going to come for that badass fight scene in the cage, and, and yeah. that's it. You know? Speaking of
0: which, I just wanted to give a quick, right here, like, this little moment. I just wanted to give a quick little, like, uh, sh- uh, little spiel. Is earlier in this podcast series, I recommended everyone to go check out, or, like, for Netflix and chill. My recommendation for that week was... Uh, enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. And people are already speculating that this movie is going to have like an Enter the Dragon uh, plot line where he's going to enter a tournament. And this might be that tournament.
1: Oh, that'll be cool. That'll so, be like some Mortal Kombat, yeah. Enter the Dragon yeah. type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah be so
0: basically man. like Marvel is doing an homage to enter the dragon. I mean, And
1: that goes to show how badass he is If he's fighting Obama Like you don't realize this dude was better than the Hulk Like he's more of a beast than the Hulk Really like yeah. Hulk came back and won But like he was whooping the shit out of the Hulk If you yeah. go back and watch that So for him to even be in the mm-hmm. ring with him
0: And win Like
1: Jesus Christ <laughs>
0: so there you go uh so that's a good one by the way it's kind of funny as how like for check this out we're showing the trailers yeah, it's yeah. almost kind of like you know of course link in the youtube description for all the trailers as well as the show notes uh, you can check out and watch the trailers as well i gotta just give a quick plug on that um but yeah you'll be seeing the trailers on screen but in silent movie form as we talk about it the next trailer is the harder they fall and this is an idris elba jonathan major's regina king joint that's coming out on netflix And it's like the who's who of like of big name black actors in this movie, like. um, But yeah, um, Netflix is doing a western movie. So, Mm -hmm. have you seen this trailer? And what are the oh Uh, shit, okay.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I seen it because I've been hearing about this like months in the past and uh i'm excited about it because uh regina king i just love to see her get more roles i've always been a regina king fan and like i always felt like she was kind of like cast out of hollywood not for any reason but i was always wondering like she's always such a good actress in some of the movies i seen early on and then she when she won the oscar yeah you know it was cool to see her you know get roles like in Watchmen, the television series and then i kept up she uh got this role or whatever so i heard about this movie a while back i wanted to check it out and it it looks stereotypical for like a western but yeah. i mean i'm i'm willing to ch- give it a try it and check it out it
0: gives me like a tarantino flair like on this thing like i don't know why but it's this trailer kind of gives me like that django unchained kind of like you know i don't know it just yeah. seems like it's like that flavor and i don't know is this this feels like—is it wrong for me to say like poor man's Django or something like that? I
1: mean, listen, if you have a black man that taking place back during the times of like—but it's
0: also like this trailer is so stylized to like bloody and like oh let's
1: yeah. See. I mean, they're probably trying to appeal to the same people that like Django, you yeah. know. But you know, I—I I don't know. It, for me, uh, I mean, I'm willing to check it out. I'm just—I'm more excited that Delroy Regina King Lindo. is getting a little role. But I—I I, I never bought. The movies that take place in like westerns but back in the day they were racist so like that's one <laughs> yeah. of the things I loved about Django is like they kept it real like it, they showed the racist times but I don't see how people can beat gunmen and stuff back in those <laughs> times but whatever it, I might be taking it too serious but it's, it looks pretty cool.
0: By the way like there's like there's like a lot of blood motifs happening in the trailers if you see like the blood spatter and the text and stuff like that so I'm just saying like it it takes, it's taking it's cues from Django and I was just saying like in general like it does feel like that's what they were going for But I don't know. I've seen many of Westerns and I'm I don't know. It's a Netflix. I'm sure I'll check it out uh, Let's look at the description here. This uh, This usually the uh, IGN I get these trailers from IGN usually the trailer uh, these uh, descriptions are always good at putting the release date on there uh, So for whatever reason they did not so let's see if this trailer actually gives us a release date here Uh coming soon what yeah, I hate when they do that there's no fucking release date okay whatever uh, in select theaters so that's cool uh, now this is a trailer that I personally hated and I actually they put this trailer on Fast 9 by the way and look at the way it starts
1: oh that's weird <laughs> That creep, like, what to? you trying to creep all the kids out? (laughs) Like, yeah, let me make sure no kids want to see this. Like,
0: come on, man, that's bad marketing. So, yeah, uh, have you seen this trailer before? Absolutely not. Okay, it's Scene Two, a sequel that we never asked for. Have you seen Scene One? No. Okay, I actually did see Sing 1, but that's because they were they played it in like our job as like a uh, you know, for like an assembly and stuff I like that. I barely
1: even remember Sing 1. Like I don't even remember a movie called Sing. Like unless I see a It's trailer. the same
0: characters by the way. Like if you re- if you've seen these character models like like these characters, yeah, I I, I don't think Then that I was the seen, first movie. Yeah. yeah, I
1: never seen Sing then.
0: Okay, so in Sing like they these uh it's basically like a glorified music video you know where like they have all these actors doing covers of songs of popular songs mm. so uh they're like i guess you, get, you can't really tell with the audio but literally throughout the entire trailer they're literally doing cover songs of, ho- of pop songs oh wow so it's like literally uh yeah, I, like, don't,
1: like, I, I don't care too they much.
0: spend a lot of money on like more on, the, on um
1: getting the rights rights and stuff yeah. like
0: that yeah so i just want to say that this uh this trailer i mean the first movie was actually pretty good I, I, but I wouldn't, I don't need a sequel to it. And this movie just feels like a crack, cash grab. Oh, yeah. like, much like everything on Hollywood, but this oh, one yeah. very much Very so much like, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to say anything about it other than just to say, hey, look, there's a new trailer. I watched it. I didn't like it. I mean, the movie might be better, but this trailer does not do it any favors. Uh, it stars Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, and Scarlett Johansson. Damn. It's going to be in theaters this Christmas. Oh All right. From a bad trailer to a good trailer, Candyman. Candy man I didn't even see this trailer Oh my god dude. I seen the first trailer Alright So this trailer Like it's so good they Oh I
1: see I did see uh, Well I seen the beginning Of the trailer I didn't see the whole thing Yeah this But that shit so was good. creepy This right here This part yeah. where they're
0: like They're like They're giving you like The backstory. Yeah that shit was creepy form. It was crazy. That, it
1: creeped me out even more Cause I didn't know What this was When I was watching this I'm like damn there's some scary shit What the fuck is this <laughs> And then I think once it got revealed it was Candyman. I think I clicked away or something. But yeah, uh, yeah. I am mean, not not on purpose, but
0: I, I knew but what it was. So oh, I, you don't want to like, yeah, ruin it. you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, whatever, and I, right.
1: I was like, all right, I knew what it was. I seen the first trailer. I was already on board. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, I know what this is. I'm gonna
0: go and do something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. This but, trailer but, is scary as fuck, man. They're like, they're in there, they're like, you know, seeing Candyman in the in the in front of the mirror. Oh, look at that. It's 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 inverted because it's a mirror. Yeah. But yeah. So I just thought it was really cool. It's uh, very creepy and. Jordan Peele's See, now, the only
1: thing that got me hesitant about this movie is that lead actor. I'm not a big fan of like, like when anything I see him in. To me, he's just not a great actor. Now maybe he's better in this, and maybe he's gotten better. But like, y'all, y'all, I'm doing my team. Yeah, when I see him and stuff, I'll be like, ah, he's just not doing it for me. Like, especially I think I said in Aquaman, I. I didn't buy him that well as the uh Black Manta but uh but I don't know Oh shit
0: that's him Yeah, yeah. that's
1: him But uh again I don't know he might be Good in this, and he might carry this pretty well. So who you know, who knows? But that's just one of my things that I'm kind of skeptical. uh oh, yeah, he was like skeptical you. Skeptical about or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, was, yeah. Like I'm like, come <laughs> on, bro. Yeah, this acting Even is trash. Even though y'all were like attacking him. Yeah, like, like it was like this acting is kind of trash, bro. But <laughs> but again, you know, he might be better <laughs> in this shit. But I, this shit do look a little <laughs> look a little scary. So. Yeah,
0: it's intense. Uh, yeah, I actually recognize his face now when he's doing that face. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that black man yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he didn't do it for me as Black matter bro. I was like, nah, man. I My
0: like father. by the way, look at this. They put uh like the the actual title of the of the video, they put Jordan Peele's name on there. He's
1: not a director, he's the producer. Well yeah, that's how you know they that's that marketing
0: bullshit they try to pull. Oh, it's got Jordan Peele's name yeah, on there? Yeah. yeah. I mean there's so many people
1: that like that They fool with that Like they'll think They're directing Because they don't really know Like I've had so many friends Like Hey bro You see the new movie Coming out by so and so And I'm like He's producing that. He's not directing it Like But And they know that And that's why They'll just put his name At the top Like yeah. like nah. Or
0: like uh, What do you call it And then they'll put like uh, um, Like from the people that brought you this, movie or, or better yet, they were like from producer and the producer, producer part small as is small font. And, then and then the, then the big quick, ass name you know, James Cameron in yeah. yeah. big font. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, <laughs> they
1: they do that so much. They fool so many people with it. Uh
0: So I just want to put this out here. I can. I love the descriptions because they give me the release date, August twenty seventh. That's Ay. the end of. That's the last weekend of the summer. Yes, right? sir. So it's eligible for the top uh, ten. Man, movies. if thi-
1: if this movie is good and Halloween is good, that's two big hits okay. and. Uh, We already got a quiet place and uh, the conjuring, so this will be a solid year Year for horror horror if them two movies deliver on a big level too, on a big blockbuster level.
0: All right, Out of Death is uh, a Bruce Willis movie, and uh, it stars Jamie King as well. Let's take a look at the Jamie King. Yeah, who is that? Uh, Some white chick. Uh Um, So July sixteenth, it's going to be in uh, in theaters and on demand here in a couple weeks. That's Jamie King. No, wait, Uh that's not Jamie King. Uh, But yeah. Basically, uh, it's a movie about a retired cop. Bruce Willis is a retired cop, he's that's Jamie King. Um, and um, basically she this Jamie King's character just stumbles upon like a dirty cop who kills a witness, like or whatever, like she just goes out there and just kills just kills him right there, like boom. And she's like, oh shit. I like uh, you know, she makes an accidental noise and now it's like, okay, we gotta hunt her down. And he's like, she's like, you know what? Oh, what do I do? We got we got to, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Go handle it. Don't make me come out there. And then and so he's going to, she's going to go out there and kill and kill her. And, and cause she's like, you shouldn't have seen that. And then Bruce Willis just happens to come on right by and <laughs> just like.
1: This movie looked trash. I mean, it looked trash. I mean, the thing with Bruce Willis, he only be in trash movies. Like, like if it's Bruce Willis, I already know, oh, it's trash. Like, it's like he he says no to good movies. Like, no, oh, this is too good for me. Like, But yeah, this looks trash. But, uh,. I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, basically that's what it's about. It's just like her, her, him protecting a witness. She's got like the video evidence, the pictures evidence of whatever, of her like being a dirty cop. By the way, this color greeting sucks ass. By the way, it's a
1: terrible to- color. It's so dull. Yeah, like,
0: and I think they probably did that on purpose to give it like a,
1: a low suspenseful, oh. like so yeah, like a suspenseful kind of feel to it. But Jesus Christ, I hate it. It looks, <laughs> it looks gray. Like. <laughs> They're like what the fuck, man? And yeah, man, it's it sucks. And I already tell something that I seen that was bad. It's like, and they do this so much in movies where they have so much time to kill her, but they <laughs> wait for the dude to come save her. Like, why are y'all pointing the gun at her? She's on her knees. Y'all looking no, at her. It's like I could have just the dude could have killed her when he first hit her. Like, but uh, uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so that, that's that one. Uh, so it's gonna be, like I said, like literally, like what, three weeks away or something like that, July 16th. So, oh, this is gonna, uh, gonna bomb. So, yeah. Select theaters, I would say, whenever you say uh, in theaters and on demand, it means usually select theaters. Yeah, it's gonna
1: bomb. It's gonna like, go straight to I iTunes. I don't
0: understand why do people
1: put the trailer out two weeks and it's about to come out. And you something like this, you know it's gonna bomb. Like, <laughs>
0: come on, man. It's about to, it's gonna be, you'll see it on iTunes and Google Play. What, what? if it makes it to the top 10 of iTunes when we do the yeah, charts?
1: surprise me because itunes has some weird shit on there like i don't know that wouldn't surprise
0: me that'd be so funny if you're like you know what and troy this week on netflix and chill number one on oh, itunes is out of death yeah, like, <laughs> starring bruce fun. willis and then the next
1: week <laughs> it's like not even in the top 10
0: <laughs> that's actually it's happened before actually um uh, gonna, i'm gonna skip this next trailer because i want to save the best for last but black widow had a one minute spot and I'm gonna tell you this right now. Black Widow has so many goddamn trailers and so many spots and so many things. God, like, gosh. I feel like I've seen the whole movie right now. And yeah. also, not to mention, they always use the same footage. They reuse the same footage to make it and act like it's a brand new trailer when yeah. we're not seeing anything new. But. Yeah. Yeah, just the one minute thing. This, Black this, Widow. It's
1: been so this movie been through so much. I think this is one of the movies that pandemic hurt the most. You think? So? Because yeah. yeah, because I think they went on full marketing. Yeah. With with this, like they went full marketing, tra- multiple trailers, TV spots, ads, all kind of stuff. Boom, pandemic hit, and so it's like. And then you got to do it again. And then you got to do it again. And but put more the, footage s- out. Yeah. Then it's like nah. you don't want to put too much out, but then it's like. Uh, you know then you're gonna be reusing The same put, shit and so, it's, not, so, yeah. it's a lose lose situation So yeah the pandemic hurt this
0: one yeah I feel like there's definitely not as much excitement right now but yeah I'm not excited for it at
1: all I'm not even gonna lie yeah at all like so we gonna see those coming out in nine days or about
0: ten days yeah pretty much Uh, so yeah uh, July 9th is literally right around the corner Uh, we'll be covering it for new releases on next week's podcast oh yeah Uh, finally the big trailer that Troy really wanted to talk about was the brand new Suicide Squad trailer And dude this makes Idris Elba look badass he's like you shot shot Superman with the kryptonite bullet and put him the it made them
1: look fucking dope yeah, like, yeah. And it's
0: crazy cause this is the, to me The best
1: trailer and like I've liked The other Suicide Squad trailer but like Shang-Chi Like this topped the other Trailers because It, it shows uh, how like you know, of course, it's gonna be funny and weird and shit, but it has some character depth to it, like kind of sprinkled in there a little bit. So it it just looks like a blast, man. Like yeah. and one of and I, what I love about it is it seems so original and different. Like for D for uh, not DC, but for all comic book films to continue, they have to be a different and feel original. Like if they all start to feel the same, that's gonna make comic book movies go away. Cause like everybody gonna be like, I've seen this shit. Before. For, but like when you watch something like this, it looks completely original. Like even from the last Suicide movie, which yeah. was, was a trash. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited. They using characters I just never thought they would use, like They're like, they, like King Shark or <laughs> Mongo. Like some of these characters are like the Weasel. It's like what, what the hell, like. It's crazy, so, I mean, yeah, am the kind of
0: characters that you stay in comic book form. Stay in saying? comic, yeah. yeah. It's
1: like, certain, yeah. you know, certain characters you see and be like, okay, that's good only for a cartoon or a comic book, but yeah. you can't bring that to life. But James Gunn being James Gunn, I never thought a raccoon would be would work on the big screen and in, in live action either but he made that work and he made a tree the Groot work and so he i mean he's the master at doing this kind yeah, of shit
0: A tree that a tree that only says i am Groot for yeah, all his lines right so i'm excited yeah let's take a look here i believe it's august or let's see here uh hbo max uh and theaters august 6th
1: yeah that's right around the corner too
0: yep i believe i put this in my top 10 uh for predictions for like the box office and yeah, I feel like we, st- we stayed on this segment for much longer than I expected here. So we'll go ahead and, uh, and keep it pushing here to the next uh, segment. And this one might actually be a faster, uh, quicker segment here. We'll go ahead and move on to, uh, let's see here, topic of the show. Ah, here we go. Uh, so for topic of the show, let's uh, get that sound effect going here. It's time for topic of the show. So, uh, yeah, I actually, uh, Troy, we got a viewer submission. Oh,
1: what? Yeah, hey. a listener,
0: uh, a listener has uh, sent me some articles, and he wanted he wanted you to react.
1: Oh, okay, okay, great. So he's that's like, great news. That's, uh, that's what I like to hear.
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, let me know what Troy thinks of this, and I'm like, okay, we'll make it happen. And oh, so, sure. I've not briefed Troy on any of this stuff. I have; he does not know what we're going to be talking about, and. Uh, we're going to just see what he thinks. And I don't even really know if this is much of a topic, so we could... I have always say this a lot whenever it's usually 20 minutes, but I always say, oh, this could be a, a quick one, but then we stay on it for 20 minutes, which... Yeah, who
1: knows? Who knows, but... Who knows what us?
0: Who knows? Uh, we'll go ahead and read this article here. Dave Bautista he says he isn't down to work with D- Dwayne Johnson and John Cena. Damn. Ooh, like does that shade? Does that feel like shade to you? Just I mean, of, um, it,
1: I, it does feel like shade a little bit because I think they all came from the same place WWE? wrestling. Yeah, so I think it it is this feel of like oh let's put you know let's make a WWE fight in a movie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like and it, I think he's coming from someone that's taking his career serious yeah he don't want to be like oh let's just do a w- I mean and no no offense to ww you know uh wrestling but i, I think he's saying like i don't want to just be a wrestler yeah. in a movie i'm a real actor
0: you yeah. know so actually that's what we're going to get into actually so later. yeah i think that's probably what that is so what's kind of funny is like I, I i uh you know rock has been in like fast five through eight yeah. Uh, and then John Cena uh, came in for Fast Nine, and I was t- talking to myself. I was like, "Man, John Cena better come back for Fast Ten, and they better bring back The Rock, so I can see a John Cena, Cena versus, versus The versus Rock, Rock. Rock.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to
0: see that happen. Ooh, but my I mean, God, and God. I
1: think that's to me that's fun. Like I, yeah. I'm into that shit. Like seeing like them wrestle, or I mean, like seeing wrestlers mm-hmm. come in and have a
0: badass on screen fight, fight. Yeah, like it, it's like that Jackie Chan versus Jet Li fight that happened right, in, in the yeah. Forbidden Kingdom.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm into that, but I think I think he. He probably ain't looking at that yeah. like that so yeah
0: so like dude I want to see like like a four-way Mexican standoff kind of fight, with like Vin Diesel, J- uh, Dwayne, Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, John Cena, yeah. and Dave
1: Bautista. Yeah, I mean, I and fun asked. fact: uh, John Cena and The Rock are both in the DCU. <laughs> Actually, this article is going to point that but, out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're all about this article before even reading it. All right, let's pull up this article here and see what we got. We can what we can, can glean from this. You can tell that it continues to wrinkle with Dave Bautista; that he keeps finding himself compared to Hollywood's other premier X. Ex- WWE grapplers even though the guardians of the galaxy star has continually continually uh, gone on uh, gone out of his ways to distance himself from both Dwayne Johnson and John Cena um, ironically, the latter two have joined the Fast and Furious franchise at various points, something that B- uh, Bautista has turned down during a meeting with that's Universal. What I'm about.
1: That's what I'm talking I about. I do not know about that. Let's did go. you know this? Hell no, but that's what I'm talking about, baby. Turn that shit down. No,
0: fuck no, man. Yes. I will, oh my God, I will never forgive him for that shit. Yes, turn that shit down, man. I don't know, man. I know know the series has jumped the shark, but come on, man. (laughs) But, see,
1: listen, I understand people like you that want it because you want to see that badass fight scene. Yeah. But people like me, I'm thinking about his career, and I don't want him to be known as the goofy action star. Like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? So,
0: so, okay. So, Bautista turned down Fast and the Furious. Okay. Um, Not only that, but Cena was cast as Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad after – oh, okay. Hmm not only that, but Cena was cast as Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad after James Gunn initially wrote that part with Bautista in mind. Before he knocked it back to work with Zack Snyder. Meaning that Cena and Johnson are also part of the DCEU, while their former in-ring rival remains part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what that means is... Huh? John Cena's little... A character that he plays in The Suicide Squad. Yeah. That was written with Bautista in mind. But Bautista in mind. He but turned what, it down.
1: But what did he say? What did the article say about a Marvel... Like, what did they say Marvel? That's DC. Okay.
0: Yeah, no. He's saying that uh Bautista is MCU because oh, he's... he's in the, oh, yeah, because Bautista uh, is Drax. Drax. He's MCU. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, But he's turned down DC.
1: I mean, I like... Because, see, here's the thing. Because it seems like he turned that down to be in the Zack Snyder zombie movie. Yes. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. So... Like, here's the uh, like, I ain't gonna lie. If I was had to make the decision
0: to have a lead, James Gunn. Well, okay, lead, okay, lead or because, supporting, yeah. right?
1: You can have a lead role in a bigger, big zombie film working with Zack Snyder. I would prefer to work with James Gunn as a director, but that seems more like who knows what Peacemaker's role is gonna be. It's an ensemble film, a, yeah. yeah, it's an ensemble film or whatever, even though Peacemaker is getting his own show.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So,
1: but I don't know. But uh, dang, man, I, I prefer Batista as Peacemaker well, than John we, Cena. Plus, we saw, we saw
0: we saw dra- the the zombie apocalypse movie that that on Netflix already, and it wasn't yeah yeah it yeah. wasn't worth turning down a role like this. Like
1: yeah, you know? I mean, again, we haven't seen Suicide Squad yet because think about it like this: what if Suicide Squad? It's like as bad as the first Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's like fuck. Now I don't think it will because yeah. James Gunn is a phenomenal director or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe at the time it like. If we were read to read you know both that, scripts, you, you know that
0: scene where like uh, John Cena was saying, was like, uh, this suck uh, why you know this project code word, it remains something about dicks, something dicks like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can literally hear like Bautista like saying, the Bautista line. saying that, Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I would have preferred Batista. you know,
1: he he's just like Batista. I want him in more comic book shit because yeah. he fits his build, his badassery. Like, I like him as Drax in uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, but I want him in some other shit too, like to see him be badass, but uh, Cena. Looks fun too, but they, I, I agree. I wouldn't mind seeing them two in a film to fight. Like, yeah. I want to see, you know, uh, Batista versus The Rock. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. You know like
0: that should be lit. If it, if it wasn't, if it, that wasn't enough, Army of the Dead's leading man has blasted both the Fast Saga and The Rock's acting ability on more than one occasion, as well as laughing off the notion of co-starring with Cena in a buddy film. It is no surprise that the 52 year old was quick to shoot down a fan. Who daydreamed about the trio finally sharing the screen together? Yeah. He put a twitter his Twitter right here. The a tweet says, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Responding to uh add Dave Bautista into the mix.
1: Yeah, nah, like, I'm not gonna lie, like he it kind of seemed like he had shade against him. Like, I could understand as an actor, if you're taking your job serious, Seriously. like I could understand you like, look, I don't wanna be no just wrestler. I don't want you to look at me as a wrestler no more. I'm an actor now. So I can understand him saying no to like movies with him in the rock fighting or him and John Cena fighting, but it kind of seems like it's some shade if you're talking about The Rock's acting. Like, The yeah. Rock can act. Like, yeah, I mean, The Rock ain't finna go win an Oscar, but The Rock is a solid actor. Now, you talking about his acting or and stuff like that, it kind of seems like it's some shade there. So, who knows, you know?
0: Yeah, look at this. This guy, you look at Buff. Like yeah, a... he's, yeah, he's a beast. Uh, he's 52 years old, by the way. God damn. damn. He celebrates turning 52 uh, 52 approving he's still jacked i think dwayne johnson isn't he 58
1: he's somewhere they are somewhere up there because i mean you gotta remember they was wrestling well at least like the, the ra- 90s wrestling,
0: yeah in the 90s so it wouldn't surprise dwayne me if he like 57 Jones or something like that age let's see here he is 49 okay i'm wrong oh, okay. Shit, 49 yeah, we, we gave we put 10 more years on the band but <laughs> oh yeah. no it's like i was just thinking like i thought he was up there but anyways uh cena has a voice his enthusiasm to rekindle his rivalry uh, his r- rivalry with Johnson from the squared circle on the silver screen in a, fa- in a future Fast and Furious blockbuster, but Dave Bautista evidently wanted once uh, absolutely no part of it, having worked so hard to establish himself in the first place as, and gained a reputation as arguably a much more capable, dramatic performer than the other two. You can understand why uh, he's been so man. keen to avoid being lumped into the same category as his contemporaries. So uh, this article right here this uh, also this also from we got discovered also gave us like the little bit of uh, the same uh, spiel And he, it's, it's really it's about why Dave Batista uh, blasted Dwayne Johnson saying he's not a good actor. so uh, acting and professional wrestling have a lot of similarities similarities than you might think. there's a level of performance involved the showmanship and the years required to perfect the craft on a smaller stage before finding global rec- recognition and of course the fame and glory. It comes as no surprise then that a lot of the names have that have tried to jump from the squared uh, circle to the silver screen, experiencing varying degrees of success. As uh, the most famous wrestler on the planet, as for well over a decade, Hulk Hogan might have thought the transition would have been easy, but all of his movies were terrible. Steve Austin, oh, I forgot about that he had an acting stint. Steve Austin, meanwhile, attempted something similar, and a decade later but uh, quickly found himself in the bargain bin action territory. In a strange turn of events, though, three of the most uh, decorated grapplers of the 21st century are all making a big splash in Hollywood at the moment. Dwayne Johnson is um, uh, the most popular movie star in the world right now. John Cena is starting to turn heads and will enjoy his biggest year ever in 2021's F9, and Suicide Squad later um, within months of each other. And Dave Bautista is by far the most interesting. He may be part of the MCU and he starred in his fair share of drivel, but he's always uh, seeking to challenge himself as an actor. In fact, a recent interview, he was asked his opinion on the former in-ring adversaries, Johnson and Cena, and he wasn't shy about letting letting it be known. He doesn't rate them particularly highly. this uh, quote there's something about the rock that's really special i'd never take that away from him would i consider him a great actor fuck no the rock and john cena are wrestlers who became movie stars i'm something else i'm a wrestler now i'm an actor oh sorry wait i was a wrestler now i am an actor in dave bautista's defense he's got a point dwayne johnson basically plays this same character over and over again while cena looks to be following a similar path wait what while well, cena oh yeah john cena while well, john cena is also looking to follow a similar path the guardians of the galaxy star meanwhile is always testing himself in the in the likes of bushwick blade runner 2049 hotel artemis and dune damn that's a good resume right? hey, he building something. <laughs> and it's quite it's quietly building a reputation as a reliable character actor despite his master fame So, Troy, do you agree with this assessment about uh, him, like, being a thespian?
1: I actually do agree
0: uh, because I I feel
1: like, listen, in my last video, I talked about how I think he didn't have the best acting chops, but one thing about Batista is I feel like he's constantly getting better, and if you pick the right type of movies, it'll make you get better. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in that
0: Ryan Johnson movie, Uh, Dave... uh, uh, Knives Out Two. Knives Out Two, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: so like in and, and like that resume is solid. Yeah. That's a solid resume and to to be starting. And if you look at like the rock movies, he he's only in like the big what's the big gorilla movie? Uh um uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, fuck. R- Ram- uh, Ram- uh, Rampage Rampage? Uh, San Andreas. San Andreas,
1: uh, uh the uh Jumanji, yeah. Fast and Furious, like he's not taking his career. I don't want to say serious, but he's just an action star, to be yeah. himself and everything.
0: He's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he's yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And so
1: I understand what he's saying there. Um, but I do feel like he's kind of going at them you know, it's kind of like he's he's trying to distance himself. Like I'm not one of them. You know, I'm not and, just
0: like a like a shallow entertainer, right? Yeah. And
1: I think it's a little bit of shade there. Even though he has a point, though he he definitely has a point, and he definitely is going for movies to make him. And I feel like that's why he chose over. You know, he chose the zombie movie, the Zack Snyder movie over Suicide Squad because I think that was more of an oh. acting role for him well, to be a
0: lead and an actor. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a test to because he's always been supporting, and now he's a test. To yeah, pick. he's. he's carry a movie. He's,
1: yeah trying to carry a movie yeah. and i mean and that's surprising because james gunn and him are good friends they work with each other on guardians of the galaxy so you would think that he'll just come yeah, on over the, yeah right but yeah. i think he really was thinking like nah this not you know i'm trying to do something a little more than just be uh the character from guardians of the galaxy you <laughs> know so
0: oh man i i just you, you're right i, I got i can see that but, like, man, I am, like... I agree. I want to oh, see them, I, I wanna I wanna see them ha- throw hands. Oh, yeah. Thing, I want to have my cake and eat it, too. He I'm, can be a thespian, but I want him to be an action star.
1: I mean, the thing about it is that's annoying is, like, none of them have we seen fight yet. Like, together, <laughs> like we haven't <laughs> seen a fight, fight, rock, rock, to, rock fight, none, it, not, yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. shit. And I'm like, damn, man, like, this is a wasted opportunity. Well, you yeah. don't get three... Uh, like S- S-tier wrestlers to, yeah, yeah, yeah. that come become actors at the same time oh yeah bona fide stars stars yeah, working in yeah. Hollywood usually they fall off and don't work like Stone Cold Steve Austin or <laughs> something it don't work but like you have three stars that, that are popular and relevant and relevant yeah. and it's like put them in a movie and get them to fight but you I, know one it,
0: of the things that I actually didn't like is that when when they were uh, Jackie Chan and lee finally did a movie together called The Forbidden Kingdom I don't know if you remember that movie it came out yeah I heard of it uh, the only thing that was really worth watching that movie was the fight scene between Jackie Chan yeah. And, yeah. and by the time they got around to making that movie they were both old oh yeah it didn't and feel like, the same it didn't yeah they if they'd have done that action scene like 10 years ago or in the 90s in their yeah. prime yeah ooh, like, ooh, ooh that. Been yeah. yeah but anyways uh yeah i, I yeah like my, my take I, I get what troy's saying but i i think my take is more of like you know what a fun. take take me as the fast and furious fan fanboy and yeah. just you know For you know sure. run with run with that uh, so we'll go ahead and keep it moving here and let's see, what's next on the dock here? I think it's, uh, Netflix and Chill? Yes, Netflix and Chill. So for Netflix and Chill, we got the, uh, the Netflix charts, the iTunes charts and, uh, and our recommendations. So first up on the, uh, Netflix charts, I'm actually gonna do what I did last week and actually just pull up the actual sources where i get it now get this troy would you believe that i tell you that i get these straight from netflix themselves what the fuck <laughs> that's how i get that's this.
1: crazy that they got it like that that's cool
0: yeah so every time i pull up the the, the dock and like you know where i'm pulling this is where i get the data from it's straight cool. from netflix so I go to Netflix.com and there it is right there. The Ice Road is number one, which was the Liam Neeson movie that came out last Friday, which is we missed out on new releases. Manifest was the canceled TV show that hopefully gets revived on Netflix. Uh Fatherhood, the Kevin Hart movie at number three. Um Sex Life, and apparently it's a it's a show about this uh this this chick that's like uh falling in love with his her like toxic ex boyfriend or whatever. So I don't know. It's just like, you know, she's, uh, and you can see in this little quick little quip is like, uh, she's like, oh, let me introduce you to my husband and stuff like that.
1: You know, it's like, yeah, that's so cliche and stupid to sound like, but it does sound like something a lot of chicks are being interested in <laughs> seeing.
0: Good on paper is at number five. Um, it's a raunch. It says, de- uh, category says deadpan, raunchy, <laughs> irreverent let me see what this hey, thing here says. anything
1: that's raunchy that made me want to go check it out after that's years
0: sure. of putting her career first a stand-up comic meets a guy who seems perfect smart nice successful and possibly too good to be true Oh, okay good on paper okay whatever so it's a comedy uh too hot to handle okay uh it's a uh, scandalous soapy steamy and it's two seasons okay uh it says on the shores of paradise the gorgeous singles meet and mingle but there's a twist to win a hundred thousand dollar grand prize they'll have to give up sex god damn i don't know <laughs> if i could do that that is too hot to handle that's too much for me <laughs> <laughs> that uh coco melon at number seven the world's most av- uh, amazing vacation rentals at number eight wish dragon number nine and sweet tooth at number ten uh, so yeah, and we're going to go ahead and skip along to the movies, uh, the movie uh, charts. The top 10 movies on Netflix are in the same order as like the, uh, as the, uh, the, what do you call it, the regular Netflix charts. Number one is The Ice Road. Number two is Fatherhood. Number three is Good on Paper. And number four is Wish Dragon. Those are the carryovers from the other list. And the rest are going to be the actual movies. The Seventh Day at number five, never heard of this, looks like a horror movie, kind of like broke a poor man's exorcist, exorcism, or yeah, The Exorcist. Uh, so yeah, number six is Home, a DreamWorks animated movie. Number seven is the Mitchells versus the Machines, which I keep telling you about. Yeah. Number eight is Doggone Trouble. Number nine is Murder by the Coast, and number ten is a live action anime movie. So they adapted it into live action. It's called Rurouni Kenshin: The Final, which is uh, something that Dan talked about on last week's ep- uh, episode. A,
1: that shit looks pretty fucking
0: dope. He talked about it on last week's episode saying that it was, um, uh, you know, an anime and all that stuff like that. And I was asking, why is it called the Final? And I'm like, you know, I never heard of this. And apparently, it's the fourth movie. And it's like uh, the there's also going to be a fifth movie that's already greenlit. So it's not even the final.
1: So, but is, have they what the, were they animated at first? And this the first live action version, or have they all been in live action?
0: So it's been an anime, and they've uh, it became a series of movies. Oh, okay, okay. And so this is the fourth movie in a series in a series of live action movies. Oh, okay. With a, fi- a fifth movie to follow. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, those are the uh, the top ten. Um, the top 10 uh, things on Netflix and we'll go ahead and move on to the top 10 things on iTunes and I get my source from a website called Pop Vortex. So number one is Nobody. Number two is Lansky, which was the new release last week about like the mob boss. Yeah. Number three is Cruella, which is entering the list there. Uh, number four is The Misfits. Uh, which uh, you know shout out to nick cannon again nick cannon. <laughs> <laughs> number five is the career number six is the dry number seven is oh my god i i missed my chance to watch this movie in theaters Demon yeah, Slater, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba the movie Mugen Train. Oh, yeah, man,
1: I heard that that shit hit. Like, uh, in terms of the money it made, yeah. I heard it made, like it a, made yeah. the me- most the, money from an uh, animation or something yeah, like Yeah, it's that. the
0: second highest anime opening weekend in North America. It's the highest grossing movie in Japan. Uh like it's like it's got all these titles I and gotta stuff see like that. I gotta watched, see what the
1: hype is about.
0: I've only watched the first episode. So like, okay. So there's a Netflix, uh the Netflix has the season 1. and they're working on season two and this movie takes place between season one and season two Mm -hmm. so it's going to lead into season two and i'm like i only watched the first episode of season one which i gave you my impressions when i was like oh my god this is good but then i got busy you know so uh number eight is the hitman's bodyguard which again because of the movies and theaters uh number nine is the marksman and number 10 is godzilla vs kong so there you go uh do you have anything to say about any of the charts i know we kind of sort of skipped them. all right well uh Just wanted to go ahead and move on to our recommendations. My recommendation for the week, as I'm just going to talk about real quick, is Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle is on uh, on, uh, HBO Max. And I just want to say that this movie is like just batshit crazy. It's like live action. The best way I can explain it is uh, uh, live action Looney Tunes. Oh know.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you seen this movie? By the way, it came out like in '05, uh, or actually, it says '04 here. No,
1: I've heard of it. I remember seeing the trailer when it was out when I was younger.
0: Oh my god, dude! Yeah, so Stephen Chow. I think he had done. They a, did a
1: part two to it.
0: No, no, Stephen Chow. He's, he's been like, uh, you know, one of those like funny uh comedy action stars or whatever back in the day yeah. he's done a movie prior so they were like steven chow is doing this movie and so i just wanted to say like i'm playing the trailer here on screen and uh yeah it, it was like it's like a funny ass uh, action movie it's like a parody uh of like kung fu movies mm. and it's so like surreal and over the top they got these choreographed dance sequences and stuff like that like just like it just makes no fucking sense mm. but like it's it's uh, it's it's funny as hell because they They've done like these, like quick, like little, like speedy, like kind of like road runner. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you'll see, like oh yeah, like the flip flops, just like on stuff. Uh-huh. but uh, I'm, I'm gonna see if I get to the part in the trailer where like yeah, okay, so the the landlord is going up against an entire gang and stuff like that, and uh, she's just gonna like take off like on a Looney Tune style and stuff like that. Ooh, hey, <laughs> this ain't funny. Uh, start so right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you see that shit it's like uh, yeah. it feels very like you know super like surreal and stuff like that this I is just...
1: actually kind of solid for hey you see the six rings like yeah, that H-A-T. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it, this is actually <laughs> seem pretty solid
1: for a 2004 movie like yeah. the the visual effects are all right you know
0: yeah so you can see like they're just going like crazy and stuff like that and you can see this movie on hbo max right now and it's just like one of those like if you like if you like kung fu movies and stuff like that you, you'll definitely get a kick out of like 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 a, it's a, like a it's like a serious parody it's a parody but it takes itself seriously at times like mm-hmm. there's like a lot of like love mm-hmm. for the for the franchise or for like yeah. the genre yeah. so yeah as you can see it's a definitely silent. on DVD on <laughs> <laughs> DVD so yeah there you go uh do you have a recommendation for the week yeah
1: my recommendation is going to be uh deathstroke um that like it's on hbo max it's a cartoon uh movie and uh man this i I believe it came out in 2020 i believe it was 2020 yeah Yeah. so
0: this about this one
1: right here yeah and man uh it's on hbo max this movie surprised the hell out of me it's one of the best animated movies ever made and deathstroke it's like it's surprising anybody that think they're gonna know this movie in terms of like if they know the character of deathstroke like he's just this assassin or something they're gonna be wrong like it's a lot of character moments in this movie it's a lot of it the, the story goes in way that like surprised the hell out of me And uh yeah I've never even heard of this like I've never yeah. seen this trailer by Oh the way. man it's so good man you gotta check it out Anybody that is fans of Uh any kind of like Deathstroke DC fun shit like that Like you will love this It's it's so good It, it blew Damn. me It blew me away It really did It's it's one of the best DC Like animated movies They've ever put out And uh It kind of fell under the radar Because I didn't really Know about it You know what I mean Like it's, they don't
0: remember Them throwing out a trailer On DC Fandom Last year for yeah, this movie Yeah you know? like
1: yeah So it kind of went Under the radar But boy When I tell you You're gonna be absorbed it's, it's twists and turns In the movie Deathstroke doesn't seem Like Deathstroke In terms of just being That no He's like uh they turn him into an anti-hero like anti-hero so he's not like this bad guy and uh yeah man i think everybody should check it out it's a lot of twists and turns and it's uh i watched it and was just mesmerized by how good it was
0: and deathstroke knights and dragons the movie Okay, uh, fire there we go it's on should...
1: hbo max
0: hbo max there we go all right and uh let's see here let's go ahead and, and uh, close out the show with the new releases here Let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Yeah, not a whole lot going on in new releases this week here. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I think it's a bit of a, a toss-up in like a bad way of what the, of what the pick of the <laughs> week this is. The forever page. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. It's a bit of a toss-up because it's like... just the new page. Uh, <laughs> the forever page. Oh man Alright, so first up on new releases is the Boss Baby Family Business It's gonna be out on this this Friday, July 2nd In theaters and on Peacock
1: And on that's Peacock. A, that's a sentence I gotta say right there It's gonna be on Peacock That make me not even wanna say Like anything that get released on Peacock I don't wanna see it just cause they call it Peacock
0: <laughs> uh, Which by the way, I found out It's only gonna be on Peacock for 60 days And then it's taking, they're taking it out What? I don't know I why. mean, that's probably a deal That's probably a deal uh, That's so, a now adults, Theodore Templeton and his estranged brother take a magical formula that transforms them into babies for 48 hours. Together, they must now go undercover to prevent an evil genius from turning fellow toddlers into monstrous brats. What? Like, that is such a dumbass... I'm ass- calling
1: it now. This movie's gonna be
0: great. <laughs> the film stars the voices of Alec Baldwin, James Marsden, Amy Sedaris, Ariana Greenblatt, Eva Longoria, Jimmy Kimmel, Lisa Kudrow, and Jeff Goldblum.
1: That's a good cast. The cast always solid in these cartoon movies. They just get someone and maybe make them the voice. Like the cast always great in these cartoon movies.
0: Man, shout out to Eva Longoria. Man, she has not done much of anything. Like yeah, I don't know where she has been at. I don't know why, but she. I thought she was gonna be a big ass movie star from Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, yes, and as uh, Troy mentioned, the Forever Purge is gonna be out in theaters uh, this. The Forever Friday. Purge. This Friday, July second. <laughs> Um, on the run from a drug cartel, a Mexican couple battle mysterious, uh, a battle of vicious thugs who plan to continue the violent tradition of the now outlawed purge. Um, also I put this in parentheses. It's building itself as the fifth and final film in the franchise,
1: man, that's lovely. If that's the final film, because like the purge is one of them movies that like, I like the original concept and the idea, but it's like, they went like two or three films too many yeah. like they, like if you would have stopped the purge at like the purge three like or something like that i'd have been cool but it's like they kind of like all right man cut it like let's stop let's end this shit now or reboot it or something but like it's just starting to get repetitive
0: yeah so um the forever purge is gonna uh whatever uh the, the trailer actually was pretty cool though by the way uh the film stars anna de la riguera uh Tanoque, Huerta, josh lucas cassidy freeman uh levin rambin alejandro ada and will Patton. uh shout out to cassidy freeman she was in smallville so mm.
1: uh oh yeah yeah that's her the,
0: uh, was te- she the uh, one that played verser.
1: oh okay never not mind uh,
0: yeah she was like the lex luther replacement oh. um, yeah and josh lucas also i haven't seen him in a minute either so there you go they're getting some work um next up is till death which is going to be in theaters and on digital and on demand Uh, Probably just digital on demand, I would say. It's probably going to debut on the iTunes charts. Um, It comes out this Friday, July 2nd. After a romantic evening in their secluded lake house, a woman wakes up handcuffed to her dead husband. Trapped and isolated in the dead of winter, she must fight off hired killers to escape her late spouse's twisted plan. Uh, The film stars Megan Fox, Callan Mulvey, Ewan Macken, Amal Amin, and Jack Roth. The only one who's of note is Megan Fox.
1: Love yeah, it. and like, and no disrespect to Megan Fox, she's beautiful. Um, but she's, like, if she, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she's in a movie, I can't take it serious. Like, whoa, yeah. she's
0: not like Lindsay Lohan bad or anything like that. Well, damn,
1: Lindsay Lohan is as bad as it gets. But like, <laughs> like Megan Fox, like. Uh, wait, hold on. Is Megan Fox the one Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Megan Fox is atrocious Jennifer's like, body. Yeah, yeah. Megan Fox is atrocious. Like, I've never seen her in a good movie. <laughs> like, I mean I've ne- I mean, not a good movie. I've never seen her give a good performance. Like, yeah, I remember um, when she was cast as a what's her name in the Ninja Turtles? Uh, oh, yeah
0: April O'Neil. And, well yeah. I was like man,
1: she might be trying to turn over a new leaf here. Oh, gosh, she was bad. Like, yeah, so I, that, you know, that makes me automatically and no disrespect to the lady. Like, sometimes Sometimes you don't have talent, but I'm not trying to throw shade at her. I just honestly feel like she's not a great actress at all.
0: Well, okay. Well, it's a horror movie, so. Well, you know, that makes it worse. Well, that's the pick of the week, by the way. I'm <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just kidding. Long story short, also in um, in digital and on-demand and select theaters, July 2nd, uh, Teddy wakes up in the morning after his wedding to discover he's jumping forward to the next year of his life every few minutes. Watching his future flash before his eyes, he must make every second count if he's going to win back the woman he loves. The film stars Rave Spall, Zara Newman, Josh Lawson, and Ronnie Chiang. Shout out to Josh Lawson. He was Keno in the Mortal Kombat movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And he like was good. Up. He was good in it.
0: So uh yeah, this I saw the trailer. It wasn't like if it feels like the bad like a romantic comedy version of Click. You know the episode. Oh, yeah, movie I recap, like that movie Fast too. Wolverine yeah, and stuff. I love Click. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and finally, this is my I would say probably my pick of the week. Uh, Fear Street 1994 Part 1 Is out on Netflix This Friday uh, Remember we talked about it I don't know if you remember On the on the podcast We talked about how There's three movies are coming out Every oh, Friday yeah, everyone, yeah, Every yeah, Friday right. a, Oh yeah,
1: yeah That was clever And unique That they're yeah. gonna be doing that So yeah. the
0: movie is like 1994 And the next one's gonna be Like like 1970 And the next one's gonna be Like 18 something oh, okay, So they're going okay. backwards
1: In time for some reason uh, Yeah I mean that's cool too I don't even like the fact That they're going back in time Instead of that, like chronological well, was, Yeah because I feel like They're gonna reveal something That the first thing That happened yeah. Happened or some shit like that's cool. that's probably
0: makes sense actually. If you're like, oh, what what, what what's the source of what's this? this? Yeah, yeah, you find out like
1: in the first yeah. whatever. So yeah, that's pretty. So
0: dope. uh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it my pick of the week simply because I'm going to be watching all three of these movies as they come out. Uh, after a series of brutal slayings, a teen and her friends take on an evil force that's plagued the nor- their notorious town for centuries. The film stars Kiana Madeira, Olivia Welsh, Benjamin Flores Jr., Julia Re- Raywald, Fred uh, Heschinger, Maya Hawke, Jordana Spiro, and David W. Thompson. Uh, they, uh, now, most of these guys are unknown, uh, but uh, Maya Hawk is actually Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yeah, yeah. she was uh, the one of the killers that drove away. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so like, you know, like
1: yeah, like how the man, she was one of the Manson girls, basically
0: uh so yeah uh let me see she looks here. just
1: like uma thurman too it trips me out like when i seen her i knew it just based off the way she looked i was like oh yeah that's clearly her
0: and then it says jordana spiro she was on ozark and david w thompson it says here he was oh he was scarecrow in the in the gotham series for fox oh yeah i
1: never watched it
0: uh, so there you go those are the only ones that are of note but yeah so uh, do you have a pick of the week personally for yourself? Uh,
1: I think that's gonna be my pick of the week too. I think that's interesting, man. That you it's a concept. You know? Yeah, the concept making but,
0: three movies. Like, yeah, I like
1: know. I love when I see original stuff and like especially because. Netflix. I'm I'm glad they're utilizing the fact that they're a streaming service because a a um a studio could never would we'll never, we'll never
0: greenlight a trilogy of movies and then the, release them back to back back to back. back. Yeah, yeah. They'll,
1: they'll never do that. Like that's so risky and like it's just that'll never happen. So I like you know new fresh ideas. So that concept got me intrigued already, and I have no clue what it's gonna be about or if it's gonna be any good or anything like that. So
0: yeah, I'd say it's an experiment, but yeah so yeah this is just a little over the two hour mark so it's not our longest show ever but yeah we'll go ahead and uh, and edit, end it there and uh so for all you audio listeners you'll be hearing the um ending part but i'm pretty sure for you netflix people i mean for you netflix for you youtube people you're going to be hearing dead air as it gets muted in the post-production and uh, now the end is near and so i face the final curtain. Yeah. It's time to end the show. Uh, it's, thank you so much for joining uh, for us joining us for another episode of Ready Play Movies. Remember, you can reach the podcast by email at readyplaymovies at gmail.com or simply at readyplaymovies on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Chocolata88 and Troy Bracey Troy 58 there we go see hey look our, our Twitter handles are right below us and hey. everything like that uh, don't forget to subscribe give us a review tell your friends about the show and all that good stuff see you next time bye bye <music>